The following was recorded in front of a live studio audience at the Studio 21 Podcast Cafe. This is the United Podcast Network. Oh, yeah! This is the Cigar Authority. Have uh, you any imported cigars? The authority on everything cigar in and out of the cigar industry. We're on a mission from God. With your host, a jelly donut, David Garofalo. How did it get here? Mr. Jonathan. I hear you. And I care. Barry Stein. I'm going to use my spare glove compartment underwear as a napkin. And Ed Sullivan. They don't have a listing for Mr. Wonderful. What uh, spelling did you use? It's time to light them up. Smoke if you got them. It's time for the Cigar Authority. I got a fever. And the only prescription is more cowbell. Light them up, light them up, light them up, everybody. Saturday, July 28, 2018. Broadcasting live from the Studio 21 Podcast Cafe. And today we got an odd cigar to smoke in our second hour and a new one from the IPCPR 2018 for the first hour as I go through what I bought, tried, along with playing some ketchup on the mailbag. Welcome, everybody, to the Cigar Authority. And you're listening to the Cigar Authority, now in its ninth year, making it the longest continually running cigar podcast. Awarded the Ambassadors of Cigars by Cigar Journal Magazine. Awarded the Top 10 Educational Podcast by Podbean four years in a row, the Cigar Authority is the most listened to cigar podcast in the world. Cigar Radio at its finest, the Cigar Authority is a proud member of the United Podcast Network. You catch the podcast on demand at any time or our daily blog at thecigarauthority.com. And can I do a shout out? Shout out. We have uh, Senor and Commodore. Senor here and Commodore. From a, uh, a, 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 like a biker cigar gang of some kind. They're a gang <laughs> and they drink in scotch and it's... I don't think they drink scotch and ride the motorcycles at the same time, but they are a gang that rides motorcycles and also enjoys scotch and cigars. And they may stop and have a scotch in between. Right. You know, an appropriate amount and they're not drinking and driving. We correct, hope. correct. All right, so uh, let's light up a, a cigar here I got at the IPCPR trade show. As the sample, it is something I ordered. We're going to talk about the things that I bought during the show today. But what is this, Barry? Well, today's first cigar is the Aganorsa Leaf Connecticut, and it's manufactured in Nicaragua by Aganorsa Leaf, which was formerly known as Casa Fernandez. We are smoking the 7x48 Churchill. It features an Ecuadorian Connecticut wrapper over binder and fillers from Nicaragua. Pricing is to be determined, and it will be at twoguyscigars.com. So if you're too far away from a brick-and-mortar retailer that carries it, try twoguyscigars.com. That's the number two, guyscigars.com. Okay, let's give it a cut and light and see what it's all about. It's time to cut our cigar. The official cutting brought to you by Perdomo Cigars. Perdomo is the brand. While all other brands were raising prices, Perdomo cut out the federal S-chip tax and actually lowered them. Perdomo Cigars, they stand for quality, tradition, and excellence. Excellence. Cold drawer of butterscotch. Butterscotch. I don't know about you that. You know it's there. <laughs> if you dig in deep. A riveting radio right here. Nah, yeah. if, you, if you dig in deep. It's all of a make sure that second uh, volume source there is muted. Little. Um, Just seeing it up there. Little mustiness. Little must. I'm getting a dum-dum butterscotch lollipop. Well, so, you're getting dum-dum already. Right? So, it could be because I'm sitting next to a dum-dum. So when do we get this? I've heard that some of the newer stuff is going to be released, uh, starting shipping, starting Monday. Whether or not this is part of the stuff that ships is to be determined. Okay. But we could have it as soon as Friday. And we have no price on it. We have no price on it. And I bought it. I bought, bought it with it. no price. I find that, that is, hard to believe. I, I do, too. 
Yeah, we You're wait. saying there is no price. <clears throat> we wait for the final invoice to arrive to make sure nothing changed. And okay. uh, I don't want to report a price and something changed, and then I look like an idiot. Are we talking less than $50? We're probably yes. talking right around $8. Okay. Yeah, I, I think it was a, a re- it was a standout early on. This was day one, by yeah. the way. I go to day one in the show, and I'm like, oh, my God, this is good. Um, let me light it up. Let me see what I think. And they show me all the other stuff, and I said, okay, we're definitely on this. I'll tell you what you didn't use to light it up. You did not use the Vertigo Hawk. This lighter features a single action, meaning you press the button down, the lid pops open. you got three jets. Yeah. Fueled by a brand new style of tank put out by Vertigo. This is the patented Petite Big Ass Tank. It's a little smaller. It's, it's patented Petite it's Big still, Ass Tank. Yeah. And you got a big ass adjustment wheel at the bottom. And get this, the Vertigo Hawk retails for $9.99. lighter. This is a go-to now. We're going to run a special on them. Two for 20. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? I'm going to do you one better. I'm going to go four for 40. Here we go. nice a little smaller than the rocket which it's they about dis- half the size of the rocket which they discontinued so yes. if you're a fan of the rocket it's available at two guys this allows you to have a do we have rocket. more rockets we do we we bought i think the last 57 left in existence really that was a great lighter i don't know why they ended up stopping that but uh according to uh according to the rep it wasn't cost uh effective okay well none of their lighters are. i don't know how they make a profit they lose money but how do they make it up in volume <laughs> Dude, you're ridiculous. What is this called again? This is the Vertigo Hawk. The Hawk. I don't know why, but they have uh, they have names, but I don't know why. I think pound for pound, a hawk is a very powerful bird. It has the it has the killing capability of an eagle, but it's it's smaller. Okay. Speaking of powerful, this is not powerful, but this is actually not. It's not your grandfather's Connecticut. Correct. Why does everyone I know. say that about that's, every Connecticut? That's why I didn't say it. I brought it up <laughs> every to the like, single let time. Barry do it because I dislike it also <laughs> that everybody ends up saying the same thing. But it's not your it's, grandfather's it, Connecticut. It, this one has flavor. They all have flavor. No, they all have flavor, but this has that agonorsa leaf, which Casa, well, agonorsa leaf now right. is known for, and it has a little bit of a punch. Yeah, a little bit of zip. And going you could taste the Nicaraguan that it's Nicaraguan. A Dominican Connecticut, to me, is different than a Nicaraguan Connecticut, not just in name, but by strength. But there's 300 Nicaraguan Connecticut's out there. It's overtaking the Connecticut market. It, it's surpassing the Dominican. But some of, so, them are, some of them are made in that Dominican style, like Nick Perdomo's Connecticut is your grandfather's Connecticut, but there's a lot of flavor that makes it not your grandfather's Connecticut. Well, we, we, oh. we just spoke at a, a, a Pernomo, just before the show, spoke at a, a Pernomo, Connecticut, and it wasn't mild by any means. And we were it saying was it's probably, probably milder than this, though. But it's probably a, a good five out of ten. And what would you I'll give this? Me. Too early to tell. Really? Hmm. Usually, you're, tell. usually you're, you're given the entire flavor profile by now, I, two I, puffs I, in. I'm giving it when it's very strong at the beginning, and I say, no, this is a strong cigar. This is not a strong cigar, but it's, it's no mild... It's a Ashton. flavor bomb. I'll say that. Okay. It's not your grandfather's Connecticut. It is not. Can so we just come up with another line? All right, it's not forward? your great-grandfather's Connecticut. <laughs> <laughs> How's that? You suck. It's, it's not your grandmother's Connecticut. It's actually not your grandfather's Connecticut because your grandfather smoked Connecticut shade. This he is did. Not, and it wasn't this. This wasn't out. <laughs> so there we go. It is not your grandfather's Connecticut. So that's it. 
He's never even had it, <sighs> nor he will ever have it. Correct. He has left us. May he rest in peace. So I came back from the show with a lot of samples of things uh, we did and did not buy. Um, the ones More we- samples, it seems, than in past years. Yeah. Were they aggressively just forcing them down your throat? But I don't take samples, believe me, of things that have no chance. I'm not going to take a cigar from the because, frankly, I don't have time to smoke things I'm absolutely not going to buy. But if there's any chance, I just need a couple of samples. That's it. And um, where Ed was going along with me, Ed, the buyer of the shop, um, he was gathering samples also. So um, I know... Some have made it your way, Barry. Yeah, he was. Uh, he asked for two at a lot of boots and okay. brought me back a nice uh, amount. Okay. So uh, we're going through them anyway. I come back and I say, oh, my God, look at all these cigars. I got to get through mm-hmm. these. And then the first uh, postal package comes in filled with cigars from Cigar Journal magazine, which is, uh, oh, my God, here we go. So we got to now smoke yeah, all those. And I got to get those in. So uh, I'm doing boy, girl, boy, girl. I'm going one from them, one that I have to do, trying to take care of both it's of them. It's hard work. It is. It's hard work. I know everybody looks at it and says, I'd love a job like that. It's tough, right? Yes. Yeah. It's not that easy. But going through the cigars that we did buy at the trade show, 34 new lines or extensions so far we've already bought. That's a lot. Yeah, I That's, think you were surprised that I you was. spent that much. So 34 already, and I'm considering other things. Mm-hmm. And yes. you're talking about where FDA came out and there's no new things. Well, you know, everybody's playing around with how they're pulling that off. Mm-hmm. But one way or the other, we bought 34 new lines. So we got a lot to talk about as we, far as new products. We accepted the potential of a contract on 34 lines. We'll see if they can get them imported to the United but States, the, the, yeah. get them through the FDA thing, and... We'll see what happens yeah. there. Um, Did you find you, you were a little more aggressive buying, knowing that probably some of these things are never going to see light of day? Nope. I, 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 am, I am shocked when Barry prepared for me the list of things that I bought. I just couldn't <laughs> believe I bought that many. And if, if I did this ongoing each day, it probably would have slowed me down, but I didn't realize. Yeah, we have a petition that we started behind the scenes to keep you out of next year's trade show because of how much you bought. Where are we going to put it? We're going to put it. In order to put it somewhere, something has to go. And there's a whole show amongst itself of, because you take new product in. You've got a store. It's 33 years old, the business. Every shelf is taken. Right. Every spot is, is used. Something has to go. So that's a, a pain. I'm going to go out on a limb and say that Do you, not. you don't have the legumes to uh, read them out. make the list of the ones you're discontinuing. Legumes. <laughs> <laughs> that was a layup. For it you. is. It is. We did a podcast today, uh, the first ever podcast. Uh, I would say it started here in the Cigar Authority because we would take a break and have some snacks, um, cleansing our palate, basically having a snack in between hours of the show. And uh, we said we should end up doing the snack, snack, attack, snack authority, <laughs> snack attack, snack authority. And we did. Today was the first episode of the snack authority. Uh, you can find that on iTunes and YouTube mm. and um, yeah, you Podbeam. Pull, you pulled the Mr. Johnny thing. You put some nuts in your mouth. I did. So today. <laughs> and they were salty. <laughs> well, I, I'm happy to report for all the people that hate me, you can listen to the snack authority because I ain't on it. There we go. So you have a uh. Mr. Jonathan free show. On this panel, it's me and Ed Sullivan who took it upon ourselves to put this show together. This is our show. And we have two other 
co-host now, on there, not you two. I do and have a bone to pick with it, Mr. Ed Sullivan over there because I got you on a diet, and every day you're walking in with a bag of stuff trying to hide it from me, and I'm like, what's in there? And you say, it's research. <laughs> <laughs> it's not research. It is. It's research. It's research. <laughs> I've been eating like the greatest stuff. Chocolate-covered potato chips is not research it is research no it is not it's the salt and sweetness together and it's just amazing of some of the things that are out there but today's national chocolate day by the way and, and you guys we, ate a peanut we, we ate a peanut because peanut was the first snack ever it was the first snack ed did the research on it said this is the first snack ever so we should do the peanut as it turns out could i make an argument chocolate. that perhaps going all the way back to the first chapter of the bible Arguably the first two humans on the planet yes. that the apple was maybe the well, first snack. Would you call it, an apple a snack? Right. No. When, when I asked Dave if, if fruit was a snack, the look of disgust on his face gave me an answer. Yeah, you guys are going to have to cover fruit. I mean, dried fruit, a raisin. Jelly apple. Candied apple. Candy well, apple, yep. A raisin becomes a snack if it's in a chunky. Yes. That's true. See, so I like you're saying chunky, that fruit can be chunky. an ingredient in a snack. Listen, right. not necessarily the snack itself. You're not on the snack authority. We are the snack authority. <laughs> so don't even try to go there. Yeah, you're, you're out of your weight class here. <laughs> We're going to be. Right, exactly. You're out of your weight class. We're going to be doing a recap of the snack authority every week, and I'm going to be interjecting we my we objections. Hey, Jonathan? Yeah. I'm smart, you're dumb. I'm big, you're little. I'm right, you're wrong. And there's nothing you can do about it. Nothing, because he is the snack authority. So don't, don't even screw with yeah. him. We'll see. So uh, we'll see what uh, happens next time anyway. But I'm going to go in kind of alphabetical order here, because that's how Barry did it to me. Um, and we're going to go through uh, some of the brands we took on at the IPCPR trade show this year, so we can expect to see them now or in the near future, hopefully, and you can chime in on that if, if you know any of the dates these things are coming in. Well, don't forget, you have to take Latin America time into consideration. So, you well, know. Some companies were smart and would have the product already and actually ship it while they were at the show before I changed my mind. Because if, if you look at Crown Heads, they released the Angel Anvils at TAA back in March. Said it would be out in June, yeah. and it landed yesterday. Well, still right. July. So it's, it's a month late, but yeah. in Latin America, that's on time, and you can get that at Two Guys Cigars. You know, there's some funny things that go on at the trade shows. Is people like to lock in the buyer from their, you know, they, they go in with an amount of money they're going to spend, and they lock it in so that they can't actually go to their competitor, even though their product is even done, which is not nice either. Tell me when, when I'm going to end up getting it because, you know, people are budgeting Right. Their, their amounts. Um, 724, WK Reserve, Connecticut. Already arrived. That arrived. Uh, and I'm going to say. It was pretty good that it's right up the street. So I'm, that was, it worked out good. I'm going to say this one has potential of being my grandfather's Connecticut because he would have been smoking cigars when uh, 724 was originally on the market. So well, He probably has had it. He's probably had it. And they probably had a Connecticut way back in the day. Right. So this is his way of. He's probably covered as far as the years of the brands yep. out there, right? And it's named after his son, William Kendall, who passed away in 2011. Right, right. So, good. Uh, um, you know, I did not even sample that cigar. I have no idea what it tastes like. I had, had it before. One? I had it before. Yeah. Very good. So, uh, we're in anyway because he's a, he's a local and a yep. friend, so we're on board. Um, Aganosa Leaf, Connecticut. We're smoking it now. This is it. Uh, it has not arrived. No, this will probably be from them the first thing that arrives from the three things you ordered. Okay. So we also have the Aganosa Leaf Signature Connecticut. 
I mean, signature selection. Right. That's going to be a limited edition. Uh, I believe it's 500 boxes. Does anyone really – are they really going to do limited edition or is this going to be one of those fake limited editions? I think it's going to be production? limited yearly. Okay. So you're saying the three things I bought from them, I have those two. Also bought the, uh, the Anniversary Perfecto, which is limited to 250 boxes. Okay. All right. Uh, 250 boxes. Yeah. That's it. That's it. It's nothing. I'm surprised you did didn't we, buy them all. Did we buy them all? <laughs> no, we did not. <laughs> wow. Uh, okay. So, uh, Atabay. Atabay came out with, and I'm going to kill the name of this, Hachizo. Ed has a nice nickname I, for that. I call that one the baby Jesus. Jesus. <laughs> or the Cheez-Its. <laughs> Hachizos. Well, definitely not Cheez-Its because they just got recorded. Why is it the baby Jesus? It sounds Jesus. like Jesus. Hachizos. Hachizos. Uh, Baby a cheesos? I don't know. Small about that. a small Jesus. A cheeso. It's like four it's like four by forty, I think. Four by forty. Um, and Byron has come out with the honorables, the epic poema, and the aristocrats. I can't wait to smoke the epic poema. Epic poema, because you're a fan of the poema. I'm anyway, a fan of everything there's, Byron. There's a grand poema and then the epic poema, which is bigger than the grand. Right. And then the honorables and the aristocrats, all large-sized cigars. We're talking 8 by 52s and things like that. I was hoping he would sneak in a Byron Lancero, but not yet. Not yet. Who knows uh, or or what's going on there. Um, Aging Room, Puro Septa. By far, so far, one of the best cigars I smoked out of the show. Yeah. It's totally different from anything Aging Room has done to date. Well, wait till you see what Aging Room has done to date of their old stuff because they're bringing it all back, packaged differently, the look is different, but it's supposedly the same exact cigar. Mm-hmm. Isn't it amazing smoking the cigar, though? And I had a one of them with Rafael Nadell, and it looks different, therefore it tastes different. I go, no, you messed around a little bit. Not at all. And I know customers end up saying that to us, right. but the dramatic look, and look of it, and I'm like, it seems different. And he goes... It isn't. And I said, well, they're going to think it is. And we'll see how that plays out. But could it, be good, though. It, it makes sense because you have the Quattro original, the regular Quattro. Mm-hmm. Then there's the Quattro Connecticut. The original is like the Sun Grown, right? right? The original. The Quattro Connecticut and the Quattro Maduro. Very simple. Yeah. Is the four sizes. They line up perfectly. It makes sense. Uh, the packaging is very good. I found out an interesting story. I don't know if we have time to go into it. But if you look on all the aging room bands, there's brass knuckles. And if you look at Raphael, uh, Raphael Nodal, brass knuckles does not fit who Raphael Nodal is. Classically trained pianist, worked in the medical field. But I found out the story behind the brass yeah, knuckles. Yeah, what is that? So when they used to bring people down to the factory, they used to have cigars that were only available if you had come down to the factory. And every time they went down there, the batch got smaller and smaller. And Raphael had a huge problem with this. He spoke to the factory manager. The factory manager goes into his pocket, pulls out brass knuckles, puts them right on top of the samples. He goes, that lets everybody in the factory know if they take another cigar from here, they're going to meet the brass knuckles. Really? Raphael no doubt liked it so much that he put brass knuckles on the band of every cigar. If you touch my cigar, there's going to be a problem. Well, I'm certainly guilty. <laughs> I'm certainly guilty of You've doing it. You've touched Rafael Nadell's on his cigar? <laughs> I've touched his cigars in the factory. This is Hoji Blanco that yeah. makes a cigar. I've gone to the factory many times, at least once a year, probably twice a year I go there. And I'm smoking some of the things from Hoji, mm-hmm. and then there's the stuff from Rafael. And I said, oh, let me try one of those. 
especially if it's something I never had before, and then say, okay. And then I thought it was cool to do, but touch Apparently it. Not. Brass You're knuckles. about to get punched in the face. All right, I don't want to. I asked, you know, and they said, sure, but okay. Balmoral, these are people from uh, Royal Agio. And uh, they came out with a new uh, Anejo XO. Remember how dark that was? They yeah. have a Connecticut version of it. So we took that on. Uh, we'll see how it goes. So in Yeho, that means aged, right? A aged, right. Doesn't mean so strong. So well-aged Connecticut. Correct. Yeah. So uh, they have changed their packaging up. Everything looks good, makes sense. This is things they had to do because of FDA. The packaging had to be changed anyway. So everybody really put a lot of thought into it and said, let me make it so it's understandable. And I appreciate that as a retailer. You know, some, yeah. of, these, some of these things were, you know... Trying to fit them in and trying to make sense of them to the consumer was tough, so you made it easier for us. They also have the Balmoral Duetto. Which is made in conjunction with EPC. Right. It features a proprietary wrapper from Royal Agio and the binder and filler from Ernesto's. So we'll Ernesto add that Carrillo. to the conspiracy theory that they're going to buy Ernesto Perez Carrillo's Absolutely. Company. Absolutely. That is added to it. As soon as I saw it. Not only did I see it and think it, I said it out loud to them. Um, what's up with this? And they smiled, which was a no denial. Right. Which, which to, me, to me is swearing to God at that point, a non-denial. That's how I take it. Um, here's the Casa Fernandez here, um, alphabetical order, right? Casa mm. Fernandez Miami 2018 Perfecto, 250 boxes. boxes. And that's it. Wow. 250 boxes. That is nothing. No, I think it's a box of 10. So 4,000 cigar shops in the country. And yeah. you're going to split 250 boxes. Wow. I should have bought them all. You should have. <laughs> yeah, you should have bought them all. I got to check that out. All right. What, oh, this is, this is what you were talking about, Barry, earlier. CHC, and I didn't understand what it was, but this is the Reserva from Crown Heads. Yeah, it's the Reserve Royale 18. Uh, Court Real eight, uh, 18. So what's the H? C-H-C. I think that was just a, a typo when it put it to Crown Head Cigars. Oh, it's not a typo, right? Crown Head Cigars. Right. Crown Head Cigars, Reserva from Crown Heads. Yeah, I got marshmallow fluff and uh, graham cracker when I smoked it. Really? I My love wife thought I was crazy. She took the cigar. I never got it back. There we go. You ever have marshmallow fluff on a graham cracker? <laughs> you ever toasted it first? I've never toasted it. You never toasted marshmallow fluff? Have you ever toasted a pop tart? tart? Put butter on it? Have you ever put <laughs> butter on a pop tart? It's so freaking uh, good. Have you ever put butter on a pop tart? If you haven't, then I think you should. <laughs> I don't know why I come to work but, on Saturdays. But graham cracker on, on marshmallow, outstanding. Mm -hmm. They should make a, actually, there should be something like that. You mean like a s'more? Mmm. It already exists. Really? All right. Because <laughs> it's that good. Okay. Good. Back to EPC. EPC Inch Ringmaster. So this is a line extension from the EPC. Is that made by Balmoral? It is not. <laughs> okay. Yet. Just checking. Until they acquire them. We'll get, we'll, that's for another episode or something. There's a lot going on. Yeah, there is. That was the interesting thing of IPCPR is I people watch. Who's talking to who and why? Some people are getting smart, though. They're getting uh, their own um, suite somewhere <coughs> and then walking through the hall 
And if I'm staying at the same hotel, there's the guy going in. I go, hey, where you going? Oh, I got to go see somebody. I said, oh, okay, I know who's here. And add that to my little conspiracy <laughs> list. We'll put that together. You start connecting the pieces, and the next thing you know, boom, Rafael Nadell goes to Altadis, right? That's how it's these true. things happen, folks. It so you got to put the pieces together. Fratello, Inverso. Which is the Nevetta with the tobaccos reversed. Inversed. Inversed. Didn't smoke it. So it'll taste. Bought it anyway. Exactly yeah, the same. I haven't, uh, haven't had it. Yeah, I haven't had it either. I mean, if you got the exact same blend and you just switch out where you put stuff, what, how does that change the flavor? We'll find out later on the Cigar Authority. Well, it's, it's a good show. We could smoke both of them head to head. Mm. One in one hand, one in the other and see what the difference is. It's a whole show. What happens if there's no difference? We'll call him out we'll on it. We'll call it, it out. And right in front of his face because we'll have him here when we do it. All right. I'm in on that. Yeah? Omar <laughs> the Fries, we're calling you out. Another pants off, show. pants off, buddy. There it is. <laughs> See what you got. You invert these things. You call Inverso. We call bullcrap, right? This time he's the Maybe. one with no pants. Yeah? Okay. Uh, High Clear Castle. We pulled the trigger. Yeah. Well, there was some royalty at the foundation booth. It's named after a person of some royalty. Yeah. Could I get um, them to name me? He, he had a great accent. Yes, he did. And uh, he closed it. <laughs> nice. <laughs> it's actually very good. It's a little pricey for Connecticut. I think it comes in around 13 bucks. Yeah. But I thought it was extremely worth it. Yeah, I smoked it. It was good. <clears throat> okay. This was a request from one of our employees who is a mason, right? Is he a mason? Yes, or? he is. Um, the Hiram and Solomon that's been out there for a little bit. Yep, Hiram and Solomon, law firm. Yes, right. <laughs> it sounds like a law firm. Uh, sounds like a Jewish law firm, but it's a cigar made for the Masons. 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 And uh, a portion of the proceeds from those cigars goes to Masonic charities. Yeah. So I did smoke the cigar. It was good. And somebody was asking me to do it, and I said, okay, let's pull the trigger and see how well it goes. So we went light, but we're going to try it out. Those will actually be in on Monday. Okay. Okay. And maybe we'll schedule that to come on the show and, or the people from, the sh from there and tell us more about it. Now we have the uh, Hoya de Nicaragua Cinco de Cades. De Cades. I smoked the Perfecto of that yesterday, Thursday. I did, too. I thought it was excellent. Stand out of the show. Yeah, $20 cigar. It's not a cheap yeah. date, but it doesn't taste anything like the Hoya de Nicaragua because you, you light it the Hoya de Nicaragua. You expect it to be a little bit coarse, a little bit yeah. on the back of your throat. This was smooth. Well-refined. Great cigar. Flavorful. This was what I was talking about. People were saying, so far, what do you think? What, what's out mm -hmm. there and stuff? And I said, that was the standout at day one. I'm like, wow, get a cigar there. That's really, really good. Haven't had it since. I only had one. Gary obviously smoked the second one. None for you. But uh, nothing. They're, they're coming. When? That I couldn't tell you. Okay. Their 50th anniversary was, was January or February, the official date. Here we are almost in August, and the cigar's still not out. All it's right. okay. It's been uh, almost two years, and you have still haven't changed your last name. So There we go. Christoph Vengeance. We used to carry the Vengeance way back before there was even Christoph. And now Christoph brings back the Vengeance, but adds the Christoph name to it. And let me tell you... I don't know what they're going with, but this is not the same cigar. This is really nice. Yeah? And The Vengeance was, it was as early on for, for Glenn Case. It was as early on. And I don't know, um, you know, not that it was a terrible cigar. We carried the cigar. It had no legs. Uh, it went away. 
and it comes back as the Kristoff Vengeance. It doesn't resemble that at all to me. Again, that was a long time ago. Can I recall back? This was a really, really nice cigar, so we bought it. It was full body, too, so I'm surprised that you enjoyed it. Yeah, it was Because I thought nice it was as strong as the Pistoff, if not stronger. No, no. I didn't so, think well, he probably, a little bit more balanced. He probably smoked a bigger ring gauge, and as we found uh, out, that's quite a bit milder. <laughs> Obviously. <laughs> so. Obviously. All right, let's go to the meal bag. We're going to stop squeezing some meal bags in with this and try to get some on it in, in each segment today. All right. Uh, the following message was submitted through the Contact Us page of thecigarauthority.com, and Alex writes, you got to listen to the show on iTunes at half speed. It's really? hilarious. Really? <laughs> I've listened Do you to have it. to smoke marijuana or anything? I, I've listened to it at one and a half speed so I can get through it faster, but uh, also want to give out uh, a shout out to Alex Acosta, who paid us a visit. Yes, he did. From Mexico. Mm, yes. Uh, he came in and uh, I just approached him on the sales floor and started chatting him up a little bit. And he said, well, I actually know exactly who you are. I listen to the show every week. And then sent me a nice message on Facebook saying it is it was the best experience he's ever had in a brick and mortar coming in here. And he named uh, Pat and Trevor, who also helped him out. Uh, he said he, uh, he goes to a lot of cigar shops and does not get the experience that he got here at Two Guys Smoke Shop, which is what we're going for. That's what we're going for. we very much appreciate And we're here to help the other retailers out. Listen, listen. it's experience in retail. That's all we got. There's um, somebody with a better inventory out there than you, maybe a better price, maybe a better selection. Right. What do you got? They come in, embrace them. These are your customers. Give them a good experience. That's all we got. Yeah, you don't want the guy coming into your shop feeling like he's uh, your He's putting you out by right. being there. He's the reason you came to yeah. work today. You know, it, it's funny. Towards the end of the day or something, we're getting ready to close up, and somebody comes in and says, oh, sorry. I'm t and I'm like, don't be sorry. You're the only reason why we came into work That's right. today. And That's you're the reason why we're going to stay open late, buddy. That's right. That's it. So uh, be thankful for that. Uh, so early thoughts here on Casa Fernandez, Aganosa Leaf, Connecticut. Have you guys ever had bread? L little soft box press, right? I don't know yeah. if we mentioned that. You guys ever had bread pudding? Yep. yep. You ever had creme brulee? Yep. All right. So imagine you got bread pudding on the top and the creme brulee burnt sugar crystals on the top. You break through it. Huh? I don't know about the bread pudding, but I'm getting the creme brulee. Especially that, that hard flaky on the top that's been burned. The, the sugarized caramel type feel to it. That 100% I'm getting. You're okay. It's, it's, it's doughy. <laughs> it's, it's, a, it's a little half and half. Mix it up a little. He, yeah. got, he got it partly correct. Like Jonathan, that went both ways. <laughs> no, not uh. bad. Not bad. Okay, um, we're going to uh, take a break, and when we come back, remember we used to take a snack break on the show. I turned another podcast uh, that we did, episode number one today. We'll talk a little more about that. I'll tell you about the food I ate at the IPCPR. That's a story and a half. And uh, more of the cigars I bought, along with more from the mailbag. We're live in the Studio 21 Podcast Cafe, and you're listening to The Cigar Authority on the United Podcast Network. There was a time when cigars were the hallmark of elegance and success. In this time gone by, the aficionado would revel in opening a beautiful box, only to find their favorite celebratory smoke emblazoned with a heritage-laden band. It's time to put the bundle down and travel back to this golden age. For your voyage, may we humbly suggest the only cigar worthy of being packaged in a handmade marble box. Berlin Wall Series from Hammer and Sickle. Live well. Romeo San Andreas by Romeo y Julieta. 
The Romeo and Julieta love story with a bold and modern twist. America's favorite love story takes on a modern zeal with this A.J. Fernandez collaboration. Romeo San Andreas by Romeo y Julieta, crafted in Esteli, Nicaragua, is a contemporary take on the rich and robust profile of the Romeo by Romeo collection. This exceptional premium offering employs an aged San Andreas wrapper, considered one of the most flavorful leaves used in today's premium cigar market. Handcrafted in Nicaragua by cigar master A.J. Fernandez, full-flavored, dressed in a stunning San Andreas wrapper, rich in bold profile with notes of dark chocolate, spice, and licorice, and available in four sizes, Robusto, Toro, Pyramid, and Short Magnum, competitively priced under $10. Romeo San Andreas by Romeo y Julieta, the Romeo y Julieta love story with a bold and modern twist. It's an exquisite day here at the Jensen Estate patio overlooking the 13th green. And we're underway. Jim Jensen has chosen his favorite stick. The Diamond Crown Number no. 4 by J.C. Newman. See the way he holds the cigar, Tom? Mm -hmm. Excellent balance and heft. Ooh, he's eyeing the silky Connecticut Shade Wrapper, fermented twice for the smoothest, richest flavor. And hand-rolled by the Fuente family with a blend of six to seven distinct Dominican and Caribbean basin tobacco leaves. Each lovingly aged for at least five years. Oh, now Jensen's lining up the Diamond Crown. He's got a precision burn, Tom. Mm, those highly complex flavors with hints of dark chocolate really deliver, Bill. Yes, like all cigars in J.C. Newman's premium diamond crown line. That'd be the highly rated Maximus and the Julius Caesar. Ah, now Jensen's settling in, rolling the rich smoke through his nose. Look at the satisfaction on his face, Bill. Oh, a thing of beauty, Tom. Experience the premium diamond crown brand by J.C. Newman at select retailers or diamond crown lounge near you. Find us on Facebook at J.C. Newman Cigar Co. or visit diamondcrown.com. I want to talk to you today about my friend Glenn Case from Christoph Cigars. I've known him for many years. Glenn is a very nice guy, one of the nicest guys in the industry. Always friendly, always happy. So when I heard his brand Christoph was pissed off, I was surprised. Christoph Cigars have always been known as smooth and rich, and the pissed off Christoph is just that. But there's something else happening here. A natural San Andreas wrapper, the binder, Indonesian, and the filler, Nicaraguan. And like Glenn Case, the cigar starts off sweet, but then it gets pissed off. And like Bruce Banner, you don't want to piss off Glenn Case about Kristoff cigars. Or do you? Expect some spins and a nicotine kick. Strap yourself in for a ride. Pissed off Kristoff is deceivingly strong. You've been warned. Sold in 10-count boxes, four sizes including Churchill, 6x60, Robusto, and Corona Gorda. The hottest new brand is the pissed-off Kristoff. Take it for a ride. Since 1964, Padron Cigars have had the same mission. With over 50 years spent to create a perfect cigar, and more than 100 years to create a perfect legacy, the Padron family understands the significance of time. Padron delivers only the finest handmade complex cigars with the flavor of the Cuban heritage, out of which the Padron recipe was born. The Padron mission is simple, exceptional quality of their cigars and not the quantity produced. As a vertically integrated family-owned company, personal attention to every detail is taken in all steps of the tobacco growing and cigar making process. 
Padrón Cigars. They give you the cigar smoker. The confidence that each cigar is the same. Perfect. Padrón Cigars. Handcrafted since 1964. I want to tell you about my friend Hochi Blanco, a fourth generation Dominican cigar maker known for growing tobacco and producing highly acclaimed cigars for other people. As some things stay the same, other things have to change. Finally, Hochi's factory, Tobacalera Palmer, has produced the cigar that not only belongs to the factory, but pays homage to the cigar rolling room known as La Galera. The La Galera Connecticut blend is special using an Ecuadorian Connecticut wrapper surrounding a Dominican blend of Piloto Cubano, Criollo 98, and a varietal that Hochi named T112. With the exception of the wrapper, Hochi grows all of the La Galera tobaccos himself and carefully watches over every step. The flavor smooth, but still offering plenty of flavor in all sizes, paying homage to the people and tools used in the factory. Now for the amazing part. La Galera, Connecticut has a suggested retail price ranging from $4.95 to $6 and has been awarded the Cigar of the Year by the Cigar Authority. La Galera, Connecticut, creating their own version of the Connecticut cigar because they demand more. Hi, this is Nestor Miranda from Miami Cigar and you are listening to the Cigar Authority and we are back live from the Studio 21 Podcast Cafe, right above Two Guys Smoke Shop in Salem, New Hampshire. The Cigar Authority now in its ninth year. You can find the Cigar Authority on social media. Please be our friend and subscribe to our show. Give us a five-star review. Welcome back, everybody, to the Cigar Authority. We're, you know, yeah. with bread pudding, sometimes the little chunk of bread sticks up and gets a little toasty, so you end up with a crunchy portion. Yeah. So just imagine that that little piece of bread is poking up past the creme brulee. It has a little bit of the sugar essence, but it's been toasted by the flame. How am I not getting a full harp on this, Ed? Yeah, you still ain't getting it. No. Complete silence. He's clearly sleeping over there. No. I'm wide awake. There you go. <laughs> Wired. Yeah, we've been coughing it out, doing the pod, the other podcasts and stuff. This is the uh, Arganosa is the brand. It used to be Casa Fernandez, but it still does say Casa Fernandez on the band below And the it. box. And uh, this is the Arganosa Leaf Connecticut. And uh, I think this is going to be a winner. This could be a contender, do I dare say. It's early on, but this could be a contender. The only drawback there, is there are, the bottom yeah. of the box, it says handmade. I hate it when someone says handmade, hand-rolled. Well, nowadays, and, and I don't know if you saw the Marco Rubio thing and awesome. stuff. And it was great that he did it, but it's important to be say handmade. It's important right now. To it have it say it on the box? I don't know. To me, it makes it seem like you're, you're a cheaper product trying to look more expensive. And th this product stands on its own. Yeah. To the cigar smoker. Yeah. I, All I will, they do is make handmade products. I will right. say the flavor on this cigar is great. I just need a smaller size because I want a stronger cigar. That's right. We all, right, you know. we all understand that. <laughs> I got a little uh, thing happening in the nose. It's got some uh, floral aroma to it. It's tingly, a little little spice going on in, in the retro hail. Retro hail also has caraway seeds. Caraway seed. I don't know what that is. You ever have rye bread with the seed? Yes. That's kind of Oh, all seed. right. I like a rye bread. Could be a little rye bread in there. That's two, not that I'm counting. No. <laughs> Jonathan got a half. Yes, so we're going through new cigars that are coming out uh, here uh, that I bought from the show. 
And um, we left off at the Kristoff Vengeance that's coming in. But um, La Aurora has... Um, Whores the Age? Whores the Age. It features tobacco. Is that how you say it? Whores what? Whores the Age. No. Like, it's an, it's it, an old prostitute. Whores the Age. It should be like hors d'oeuvres. <laughs> oh, whores d'oeuvres. Yeah, it's not whores <laughs> d'oeuvres. So what is it? How would you say it? Whores the Age. Is that well, right? No, you don't say whores d'oeuvres, right? Yeah, you say or. Yeah. So what do you say? Whores the Age? Yeah. Or, or is the, it, or, probably less or, as d'oeuvres. Or 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 Dodge, or Dodge. Mm. That aged cigar from La Aurora. It's <laughs> French. We'll it's, it it's French, though. That yeah, they're saying I Spanish so. and French. Throw some English in it. Help us out here, folks. But that features tobacco from 2006. The cigar was rolled in 2017 on a prostitute's leg. On a yep, virgin <laughs> prostitute's leg. Virgin prostitute's leg. Virgin and uh, aged fully rolled for a year before coming out. All right, if it's on a prostitute's leg, it probably is whores. Right. <clears throat> so and we'll that's see. another twenty dollars cigar. There's another advertiser we just lost. <laughs> there we go. But hey, we we'll just call it the way we see it. Make it so I can I can read it, understand it, or say it, explain it to me. But. La Galera of the Cubes, this was interesting. So this was a product that was not able to buy, but when you bought the regular product, you were able to buy it if you bought the reg so much of it, because I would have bought them all. This would have been a, let me buy them all. Four unique sizes, four unique cube-sized boxes. So the tray, there's two trays on the in the cube, 10 across. So you can imagine the length of the box, right? Yeah. Cubed. But there's only 20 cigars in the box, so it's all empty. After that, there's two trays and then all empty. So it's actually a square. So you can keep your jewelry or something underneath. I don't know what you, what you, what you do with Humidification, it. Humidification, maybe? I don't know. I don't know. But, uh, boy, they showed well. They, they had them all stacked up. And they had a little one that looked like a little short story type of size. You know, that little small perfecto. Yeah. They had a uh, another perfecto that was uh, small on one end. Um, got larger and then small, exact same small on the other end, so evened out. Uh, all different unique shapes that um, these cubes had. Um, I don't know what they retail for or anything like that. Did you get any of that? Uh, I don't think they released it in the yeah. first release, but I'm going to check while you go further down the list. Okay. Anyway, very interesting, um, and, and maybe that's going to be the, the reason why I didn't buy them all, or they, again, they, they only allowed me to get so many, I think. Uh, is how that worked, but that's going to be unique. No, it's not going to be a contender for the Cigar of the Year, despite that little one that bulbed in the center was fabulous. I ended up going through two or three of those, you know, going back and saying, grab yeah. me another one of those. Look it up, buddy. Um, LFD. Um, LFD, small, smaller booth that they had this year, um, and um, they said they weren't going to come out with anything new. It's not true. They did come out with two new things. Um, you know, the problem that's been happening at La Florida Dominicana, and we talked about it many times, is they can't keep up with production. So what they have to do is make cigars they can make really fast, right? That'll be easier for them to make. On the contrary, they went completely the opposite, and they made Lanceros and A's. If you know what an A-size cigar is, it's 9 inches, 9 by 47 inch, you know. It's like a Super Churchill. Or Super or Lancero. Super lamp because it's thin as nine inches. Forty-seven. That's a standard ring gauge for a yeah. Churchill. So I checked uh, in the cubes. There was no price listed to their price. Release. Okay, so that's why we don't know. But um, assuming you know La Galera is a good value brand across the board, anyway, I'm hoping. 
Um, but the uh, Lancero and the A, did you get to any of those? Those are, by the way, single Lajero. Both of them are not double Lajeros, but single Lajero, yep. which, um, you know, according to somebody I was talking to, said, yeah, when you get into a Lancero, you really can't put Lajero in a Lancero because it's not going to burn. Uh, if you're in that 40 point. ring gauge, most of the time it's a Viso that gives you the strength. Yeah. So, uh, and I smoked them both, and they both had a very familiar flavor profile. Okay, so. like the Lafleur Dominicana yeah. would be, right? I'm not expecting anything different there. Uh, Liga Pavada. It was Liga Pavada land, man. They came out with everything, Liga Pavada. They got a hot brand name, um, so they said we're going to uh, come out with a whole bunch of things on Liga Pavada. Um, and uh, if I'm not mistaken, they've changed the ordering part. Uh, procedure on those you can order what you want now can you not well not on the two that we have the two we're getting is the Liga Pavada H99 I don't know and the 10th anniversary Liga Pavada and both are lottery driven cigars you have to win the lottery to get the cigars so I said so do I put this in as this is cigars I'm going to get or do I put the cigars in? Don't even mention it because I may not even get it. And the guy winked at me and said, I got a feeling you're going to win the lottery. <laughs> so I'm saying it that, um, you know, how is that lottery based? Is, is well, A lottery is pick, pick a winner. We are a Drew Diplomat retailer. Yeah. So it's probably safe to assume we get more chances. Okay. All right. Know, just so, like at an event, you buy one stick, you get one raffle yeah. ticket. You buy I bought a lot. A lot. You get yeah. multiple raffle tickets. Yeah. Mm. So I'll put a little asterisk there that we, we ordered it and said, yes, we'll take it. But it's possible that it could not come. Mm. But a little wink and a nod says uh, we should look okay. And those won't be available until sometime in October, which translates to January. Right. Right. <laughs> um, Liga Pavada number nine Corona Viva we bought. Uh, Liga Pavada <coughs> number nine Petite Corona we bought. Liga Pavada number nine short Panatello we got. Liga Pavada T52 Corona Viva we bought. Liga Pavada Petite Corona are we gonna have, we bought. We're going to have to open up an entire case for yeah. Liga Pavada. And Liga Pavada T52 short Panatello. So short Panatello, Petite Corona, and Corona Viva, both in the nine and the T52 we bought, which gives us a better chance of having the H99 and the 10th anniversary, all of which I have no idea. Um, nor did I sample any of them. I have an H99 sitting in my humidor at home. I haven't, it's haven't good for smoked you. it yet. It's good for you. Um, you know, for, for me to smoke it and say I don't like it, what's the sense of that? People that love Liga Pavada are going to love it. Right. And, you know, so um, if that wasn't enough, Liga Pavada. There's you, more? There's one more. <laughs> Liga Pavada Unico Nasty Fritas. So the, the fritas were the shot-filled, right. mix-filled. The papa's fritas. Papa fritas, and right. And the nasty fries. is an infused yeah. product. So this must be a cross between the nasty and the papa fritas, a short-filled nasty. So I don't think it's going to be short-filled, but it's going to be that, uh, that trumpet shape that they have one of the, I think it's the fat bottom Betty. Okay. You know, it starts out thin and it works well, its the way nasty, out the, the big foot. The nasty is, right? That's like that. Yep. That's where it came from. So maybe that shape of a of a Liga Pavada fritas, I don't know. Frita, I, I would think, is going to be shot-filled. but So you don't know what it is, but you got some anyway? You were there. We bought them. <laughs> you were, I didn't you even were, sample it. But you were there looking. You could look and see what yeah, the hell it is and get know. information. <laughs> You're a reporter, for Christ's sake. I know. I did a terrible job at it. <laughs> I know the things sell, and... 
do I have to smoke them and know anything about them? If, if the like roles them. were reversed and I came back with as little information <laughs> as you have, I would never hear the end of it. You're tr it's true. <laughs> so the, 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 it's true. The chat room was pointing out that Skip Martin said the H99 was his favorite cigar of the show for whatever that's worth. The H99. Uh, which is the lottery one. Correct. So well, he gets one. Know, he gets one. He's never going to buy them. Yeah. He gets one, but you didn't get one. Oh, I'm sure they gave me one. but yeah, I got one. Ed has one. Yeah. I'm just not. I'm going to smoke it and say I don't like it, and what the hell is the sense of that? And I don't know I'm not going to like but I don't want to waste it. Right? I, I think you gave yours to Trevor because Trevor's told okay. me that he liked it. Okay, maybe. Well, he is the champion of the classic three-way, so he is. His, mm. his voice matters. With, it, with an asterisk. All right, so cheated. speaking of Skip Martin, Skip Martin came out with the Neanderthal hoaxed H-O-X-D. So it's the little, petite, the little petite Coronas that were part of a limited edition. They're now going to be regular full-time release. So um, he can't make enough cigars. He can't get them out of the he, country. He wants so to come be up with a new size. He wants to be La Florida Dominicana. He's working so, at it. So we already got the Aquitaine version of that in stock on Friday. So those are available to guyscigars.com. We're waiting for the regular Cro-Magnon and um, I believe the Temperance Adam and the Cro-Magnon. Okay. And is it H-O-X-D or is it hoaxed? No, H-O-X-D. Just dot, 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 right? It means something. H-O-X-D? Yeah, I think it's some sort of genetic thing. Okay. Uh, Cro-Magnon. Uh, Pestera. Yep, that's Mor the little Corona. Mierterlarda. Yeah, I'm not even going to pronounce Short Corona. Jeez, help me out, guys. Yeah. Come on, give us the short Corona. I can say that. Barely, but you can Barely. say it. Barely. Barely. Um, they were rocking anyway. Their yeah. booth was rocking. Um, New design. They had some uh, metal displays that were custom made. Their whole booth was metal. It was not metal. It was steel. Moving the chair was like, oh, my God, what the <laughs> hell? What would it cost you to bring these in? He goes, oh, my God, it was so expensive. It went by the pound. I'm like, holy God. People have pop-up stuff. He, he makes his stuff out of steel. Yeah, he's got to use a forklift to get it in. Yeah. I found it interesting they had the Weaselitos on display, but that's only going to be a European release. So I've received a few phone calls for people asking me, when are we getting the Weaselitos? I said, unless Dave opens up a shop in Europe, we ain't getting them. Uh, Open up a shop in Europe so we can get those. <laughs> no. Placencia Alma di Campo. Yeah, which was uh, a, a new, it's going to be a new cigar for us, but it was released last year in the trifecta of cigars that they released. Okay. And uh, we're bringing that line on. Okay. Nice to see Recluse back at the show. I know yeah. they skipped out last year. They were back. They were rocking. They had a very colorful booth because the bright blue color of this new recluse Los Cabos mm. saying uh, this is Mexican, Los Cabos, Mexico. Yeah. Did you bring me any of those? I love recluse. Yeah, there should be some in the pile or something. Yeah, I, you I can't miss the any. band. I mean, yeah. it's a it's a almost fluorescent blue type of... Uh, yeah, and Scott Weeks on a video on the CigarAuthority.com says they treat every cigar like a mini vacation. What better place to go on a vacation than Los Cabos? Been there, done that. Uh, Rocky Patel has the ALR. We bought that. ALR. What does that mean? Age limited reserve. Ah, okay. Or age limited and rare. Okay. That's it. It is, yeah. Age limited and rare. Okay. Um, Steve Saka shows off the Sin Compromiso. I smoked it. I smoked it. I, I smoked liked it. it. It was exceptional. 
It and, was exceptional. And and Steve's laughing at me as I'm going to smoke it because he said, don't even smoke it. And I said, I want to smoke it. And I liked it. So we're, I'm smoking it. And whatever it was, I tasted brown sugar and whatever. And Steve's sitting there and he goes, wait, you guys talk like this in real life? Right. <laughs> yeah. I'm like, yeah, that's, the show is not the show. The show is what we do in real, in real life, in real time. Yes. Yeah, so he was the dumbfounded of, this is, you're not on. And I said, no, this is it. There's yeah. been times when Dave has interrupted our work on the sales floor. We got a rocking store and the, the phone beeps and I run over and get it. And he goes, cotton candy, click. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it really happens. It does. Um, Tabernacle had, had their new one, the H142. Right, which is another uh, one that we can't keep in stock. So let's take some of those resources and make another size that we'll never be able to get. Well, it uses different tobaccos. Yeah, so maybe you couldn't the, get enough of the tobaccos. The, the problem, not the uh, the regular one. is a broadleaf wrapper, which he probably has some trouble sourcing. Everybody so this does is a different wrapper, yeah. and I smoked a very good cigar. Okay, all right, looking forward to that. Uh, Todos las dias más fuerte. Huh? That means wicked strong. Okay. Didn't smoke it. Yep, haven't smoked that Ed either. Ed Sullivan? I have not brought myself to that really? yet. Really? You have one? I have one. What I'm, is wrong with you? I, I don't know. Even Steve seems a little leery of it, you know, strength-wise. He's so. leery about every single cigar that he puts out. It's part of his charm. No, at Sin Compromiso, he's not shy at all about saying it's the best blend he ever made. He didn't say that to me. He soft-sold that thing the whole time. You're going to hate it. You're going to hate it. It's yeah. terrible. You're going to hate it. He told me not to even smoke it. I lit it up right in front yeah. of him. I said, I'm going to do it. Wow. Okay. Steve Pace is going to come back. Just so uh, anybody <laughs> listen uh, to the show. That's Senor. Yeah. Senor and Commodore have left the building. Toscano Originals. This is the 100th anniversary? 200th. 200th anniversary of Toscano. That's the old... Um, Italian stogie. Oddest friggin' box I've ever seen. It's the only cigar in the entire shop that, that does not require humidification because it's dry cured, yep. and it comes in a humidor. <laughs> 30 cigars with massive humidification. Yep. The oddest thing. I saw them rolling them there. They brought an Italian lady roller. Rolling the cigar, spoke no English. Uh, oh, Garofalo, he'll be over here talking. And I said, yeah, nothing. You know, I don't speak Italian either. I can barely Sicily. Speak I thought it was impressive that Pizza. Nestor spoke to her in Italian. Yes, he did. Yes, he did. And uh, we'll have the brand manager from Toscano on next week. Next week. So we'll, we'll learn about that cigar. I like it. I don't know if it's I grew up with it or what it is, but... Is that I, Michael Campanelli? Yes, he is. Yeah. He's the manager. Yeah. So I, I do like that cigar. It'll be interesting to see how Americans take to it and how well it goes. We're looking at a, at a $6 cigar. This is a cigar you take. It's your grandfather's cigar. But you cut it in half. <laughs> you don't have to cut it in half. But you should. Yeah. You can. So now it's a $3 cigar. And I'm going to tell you, grab a couple of them, have them handy. Every once in a while when you don't have time for a cigar, cut one in half and end up having it. So it's one you leave in your mouth. You chew on it. Yeah. It's, it's like it's, a piece of smoked leather. So I, I bought uh, in a, nice way. a five pack of them. I cut it in half and my wife and I play tennis a couple of times a week and the tennis court's a three minute walk up the hill. So I light it up. I'm smoking. We're chit chatting. We get up. We play tennis. We True come story. back. I light it up again, come back down and I put it on the railing of my house and I forget all about it. I smoke other cigars going to play tennis. Two weeks later, the sun is beating down on it. The top <laughs> of it's bleached out. Rain's landed on it. It had fallen on the ground. I picked it up and put it back up on top. And I look at it and I go, I wonder what it tastes like. <laughs> I put it in my mouth. 
nothing changed. Yeah. <laughs> it was as good, if you want to call it good, it was as good two weeks later, sun and, and rain-soaked. It's the beef jerky of cigars. Really? And, and, and the people that like it love In it? In a nice way. These guys yeah. are coming on the show next week and stuff, but I, I urge you to try one. It's a, it's a, I think it's a great-tasting cigar. Yeah. It's the original fire-cured. Yeah, it's pretty Watch cool. Watch a Clint Eastwood Western, smoke one. It'll be right in there. It'll be, be like if you got nothing better to do for four hours. All right, let's find out what's up in the cigar world with Barry Stein. It's time for What's, what's up? up in the Cigar World, brought to you by Recluse Cigars. You want to know what's up? Recluse Cigars is what's up. Voted the 2015 Cigar of the Year is the Recluse Amadeus Reserva Habano. Every Recluse cigar goes through eight, count them, eight fermentation cycles over the course of two full years. They are box-pressed and rolled N2-bar for a perfect draw every time. If you haven't done it yet, be sure to try a Recluse cigar today. And congratulations go out to our friend Eric Wentworth, who this week was promoted from Director of Sales to Executive Vice President of Clean Tobacco, better known to our listeners as Hammer and Sickle. Scandinavian Tobacco Group, the parent company of General Cigars, has acquired Irish pipe maker Peterson. And the International Premium Cigar and Pipe Retailers Association and Cigar Rights of America filed a joint statement comment in response to the U.S. FDA administration's ongoing review of how it should define and treat premium cigars. You can find the details of that statement on thecigarauthority.com. Also this week, Marco Rubio spoke on the Senate floor about the potential damage to mom-and-pop retailers and family-owned cigar companies. You can also find the video of Senator Rubio on thecigarauthority.com, as well as the Cigar Authority Facebook page. Due to the recent injunction postponing the FDA warning labels, the agency has agreed to also put on hold requirements that would have required the name, place of business of the tobacco manufacturer, along with the statement of the quantity in terms of weight, measure or numerical count along with the statement sale allowed only in the United States on labels, packaging, and shipping containers of tobacco products. The requirements were scheduled to go into effect August 10th. They too now will be held until 60 days after a final decision has released, been reached on the appeal. And finally, just to our south, Massachusetts has become the sixth state to go Boo. to 21. Boo. The entire state. The entire state, the new law goes into effect December 31st, 2018. However, those born before, that turned 18 before December 31st, 2018, will still be allowed to buy tobacco unless they're in a municipality that already went 21 plus. Can Confusing as hell. Can an 18, 19, and 20-year-old cross the border into New Hampshire where we are and legally buy tobacco. Yes, they can. Yes, they can. And can they legally go to Massachusetts and smoke them? Yes, they can. Yes, they can. Because they cannot legally buy the tobacco within that state. So all you have done is actually hurt the poor retailer on the other side of the border. There, there are some municipalities, however, in Massachusetts, that make it illegal for someone under 21 to smoke tobacco within that municipality. That's it. So that, if that's a police officer decides, hey, you're smoking a cigar, I need to see your ID... I don't know if they could do I that. I don't think that's legal either. I don't think that's legal either. So there's there's a bit of a gray area. It's so in stupid. The police cannot make you produce ID on command for no reason. Massachusetts used to have a slogan, make it in Massachusetts. Hmm. It's quite the opposite. It's almost, if you can make it there, you can make it anywhere. Because that's they make legal. it so difficult to do business hmm. in that state. And all they've done is put another 
shiv inside the back of a retailer and, in that state. And what I hate is all the people that are moving out of Massachusetts to New Hampshire because they got tired of all that yeah. are continuing to vote the same way. Yeah, We're now fighting against it here in New Hampshire. Right. And that's what's up in the cigar world. What's up in the cigar world was brought to you by Recluse Cigars. The Recluse Amadeus Habano Reserva uses grade A Ecuadorian Habano wrapper, a San Andreas binder, a Dominican Lajero Seco, and Pennsylvanian broadly filler tobaccos, which create a blend we call the Cigar of the Year. Recluse Cigars is what's up. We're smoking the Casa Fernandez Aganosa Leaf, Connecticut. Um, I can't get that creme brulee thing out of my head. You're welcome. I, I just said it that the, the top crust, sugary, sweet bread pudding. I don't know about the bread pudding thing. It's just doughy. You got something there going on. But it's a nice cigar, and right now it's early on, but I would make an argument to make this one of the contenders for the cigar of the year because this is a very, very nice cigar. I think we can sell the hell out of it. Uh, waiting for the pricing and things to come in, waiting for the cigar to come in too. But if the samples are as good as the product itself, and we're smoking the Churchill here, I'm liking it. Yeah, I'm liking it. Very good. I think we got a winner here. Can I bang out a mailbag real quick? Go ahead, do one. Uh, We got a message submitted through the Contact Us page, and Max writes, Hi, I was looking forward to the Do Small Cigars Burn Hotter podcast, and I just wanted to say that I was thoroughly impressed with Mr. Jonathan's research. This is why you want to squeeze this one in, huh? (laughs) I am a quality manager for a pharmaceutical company and often have to write and review investigations for product quality issues. How Mr. Jonathan presented the data was objective, and I could tell some time was put into collecting the data. The discussion on how the data was obtained, 45 degree angle, eight inches away, the measuring device, etc., known gaps in data, and your conclusion was something I would expect in the FDA regulated industry like medical device or pharma. Uh, when it comes to cigars, a lot of it is subjective and based on feelings. I'm glad to see that Mr. Jonathan stepped up and investigated this. Keep up the good work, and that's Max. Max. You know, during the break, you said the guy was a scientist. He's a product manager. He's a, a quali- he's a quality manager for a phar- pharmaceutical company. That doesn't make him a scientist. Your guy's not a scientist at all, <laughs> yeah. nor does he exist, because I've called him out about eight times on the show, and he still hasn't sent me an email, a friend request on Facebook, nothing, because he's a figment of your imagination. You just don't like to be wrong. I don't like that you copied <laughs> something into a Word document, allegedly. <laughs> yeah. Okay, boys. All right, we're going to take a break, and when we come back... Coming back from the IPCPR, the weight's starting to come off a little. I start the snack authority, and this is a big, big problem. But anyway, what I ate at the IPCPR. Also, lots of mailbags coming in. And um, in the next hour, we're going to smoke a cigar that if you're part of the Cigar Authority care package, you're scratching your head saying, what is this all about? We're going to light that one up when we come back. We're live from Two Guys Smoke Shop in Salem, New Hampshire, at the Studio 21 Podcast Cafe. You're listening to The Cigar Authority on the United Podcast Network. Stepping into the aging room has a new meaning at Aging Room Cigars, as Rafael Nodal has traveled to Spain, where the idea for Aging Room Solera was born. The Solera method of aging has been used for centuries in the making of wine, sherry, brandy, and rum. The method mixes different vintages, allowing them to age together. For Aging Room Solera, Rafael takes several tobacco vintages and puts them in bales, where they age together for another 12 to 18 months. This allows the tobaccos to marry for a longer period of time. 
At the end of the aging process, Aging Room Solera becomes a balanced and complex cigar with a fantastic price point. Aging Room Solera, it will have you calling for an encore. In a time where humidors are overflowing and retailers' shelves are on the verge of buckling, there is one brand that stands out amongst the rest. Serino Cigar Company offers four distinct blends. The Connecticut, the Medio, Maduro, and Maduro XX, all aged to perfection. Crafted at the La Corona Cigar Factory in Esteli, Nicaragua, each artfully crafted blend comes to life by the experienced hands of master blender Omar Gonzalez Aleman and industry veteran Anthony Serino. To create this masterpiece, a combination of hand-selected filler tobaccos from the fertile soils of Esteli and Jalapa are aged for over five years and then draped with a luxurious wrapper leaf to bring you an endlessly complex and majestic experience. A post-roll aging process of two additional years allows the blend to marry, creating unmistakable and ever-changing tasting notes that tantalize the palate, leaving you anticipating each and every drop. Visit SerenoCigars.com for a list of retailers, and you can always find Sereno Cigars available online at twoguyscigars.com. Sereno, a majestic cigar aged to perfection. You've heard us talking before about the best cigar magazine in the world, Cigar Journal. You want to know what makes Cigar Journal the best cigar magazine? Cigar Journal covers every angle of the cigar world. From exclusive stories and features, insightful interviews with industry power players, detailed cigar reviews, and of course, all the latest news and reports surrounding premium cigars. We're telling you, you will be impressed. Cigar Journal has stunning images, explanations of cigar science basics. This is the magazine for any cigar enthusiast, or better yet, passionado. Cigar Journal covers cigars in the U.S. and around the world and is printed right here in the USA. You owe it to yourself to discover the world's best cigar magazine, Cigar Journal. Available at your local cigar retailer and on the web at their new website, CigarJournal.com. That's CigarJournal.com. You're listening to The Cigar Authority on the United Podcast Network. Let me tell you a little bit about the Rocky Patel 15th Anniversary Cigar, or what they call the Three-Peat. Crafted in Rocky's boutique Nicaraguan factory, the 15th Anniversary was released in 2010 to commemorate Rocky Patel's 15th year in the cigar industry, and it impressed right out of the gate. The Robusto and the Torpedo both scored 93 points in Cigar Aficionado, while the Toro and Corona Gorda both notched 92 points. The Rocky Patel 15th Anniversary is a robust cigar with notes of toasted spice, roasted coffee, and almonds. Rocky Patel himself has referred to his 15th Anniversary as the Decade on Steroids. The 15th anniversary has also been named to Cigar Aficionado's Top 25 Cigars of the Year list on three separate occasions. Rocky's only brand to accomplish the three-peat. Rocky Patel's 15th anniversary. Rocky Patel's 15th anniversary. Rocky Patel's 15th anniversary. The La Galera Habano uses a classic wrapper on a staple cigar for a classy company. Hi there, this is David Garofalo of the Cigar Authority, and I want, no, no, I need to tell you about La Galera Habano. The La Galera Habano is an authentic cigar elaborated with the hands of the best cigar rollers of Tabacalera Palma in the Dominican Republic. Blended around an outstanding, flavorful Ecuadorian Habano wrapper, 
the Dominican-grown Corojo binder, and the filler made up of Peloto Cubano, Criollo 98, and Peloto Oro, creating a medium to full-bodied, attractively consistent, and aromatic smoke that envies no other. I love this cigar. Have you tried La Galera Habano yet? Well, what are you waiting for? Available at Better Cigar Shops worldwide is La Galera Habano. The wait is over. La Galera Habano. Justo and his father, Julio Eiroa, are continuing the tradition of growing authentic Corojo and now bring you Aladino. Aladino is a true old-fashioned cigar, pure authentic Corojo grown in the Eiroa Tobacco Farms in Honduras from the original Cuban seed of Corojo. An Aladino cigar represents the golden era of cigars in Cuba, and after one light, this old-school smoke will bring you back. Aladino cigars come from JRE Tobacco, a family-centered company who manage all aspects of cigar growing and manufacturing. This crop-to-shop operation is fully committed to providing you with quality and satisfaction. The premier Corojo grower in the entire cigar industry is Julio Eiroa, a tobacco grower and master cigar blender who personally guarantees that Aladino will provide you the opportunity to enjoy the true authentic Corojo taste. Take this journey and be part of history in a cigar smoking experience like no other. Aladino. This is good smoke. This is the Cigar Authority. Smoke a cigar? Sure. The authority on everything cigar in and out of the cigar industry. You'll get nothing and like it. With your host, you smoke vile cigars all day, David Garofalo. Oh, that's fine, as long as you're imported. Mr. Jonathan. You should have caught me before my operation. Barry Stein. I never drink. Why? And Ed Sullivan. I might even lend you my lighter. So it's time to light them up. Mm -hmm. Good. The Cigar Authority is here. You are <coughs> finally done the show about nothing. And we're back with our number two, broadcasting live from the Studio 21 Podcast Cafe. This is the Cigar Authority. Might be the shortest read you've ever put at the top. There we go. <laughs> You're listening to the Cigar Authority, now in its ninth year, making it the longest continually running cigar podcast. Awarded the Ambassadors of Cigars by Cigar Journal Magazine. Awarded the Top 10 Educational Podcast by Podbean four years in a row. The Cigar Authority is the most listened to cigar podcast in the world. Cigar Radio at its finest, the Cigar Authority is a proud member of the United Podcast Network, and you catch the podcast on demand at any time or our daily blog at thecigarauthority.com. We got about 430 episodes in. We got to go to 501 because somebody has done that before, and then the pressure is off. We can or cannot continue with that point, but we must get to that. I say we got to keep going, make it harder for somebody to catch us. Yeah. Okay. So somebody did 501, and then F somebody that was did 500. 500. And Doc said he will join us for our 500. I would love that. I would love great. that. That would be great. Um, okay, so here it is. Here's the uh, oddball cigar. And uh, this happened because we were going through the humidor. Yep. And um, what are these? You never saw it before, right? I've seen it, but I've never brought myself to smoke it until you come out of the humidor. You put it on my desk and go smoke this. And I was like, are you kidding? All right, it's a free cigar. I'll smoke it. And uh, everybody th thought you lost your mind. Right. Do we have 700 of these? Yes, we do. Okay. Imagine having 700 or something. You don't even know you had it. <laughs> I remember when starting in the business, I'd, I'd hear that of reading stories of people. I found these in a the humidor. I go, 
what a make-believe story you found these in the humidor. How would you not know you had that many of something? Right. Here it is. Yeah, we moved them from a location they used to be kept in when I first started working for you, and they kind of got forgotten about. And three and a half, four years later, here we are. Here they are. And uh, I thought you lost your mind, but some people smoke ahead of the show, and they've sent me a message saying that they're glad you included it in there. It was something different. They never it's smoked. It's very different. And uh, today's first, uh, second cigar is the Villiga Kiel Brazil. And it's manufactured in Switzerland by Villiger Cigars. The size that we're smoking is 6.62 by 29. And it features a Brazilian Maduro wrapper over no binder. The cigar has no binder. And the fillers are non-disclosed. It's part of the Cigar Authority Care Package. And a sleeve of 100 cigars is $59.99. And if you're too far away from a brick-and-mortar retailer that carries it, try twoguyscigars.com. That's the number two, GuysCigars.com. Get away from me, Sean. You're bothering me. Yeah, it's kind of weird. It's I feel like Thurston Howell smoking this. Yeah. <laughs> or the Penguin. Hey, love from the yeah. original Batman with... Uh, <laughs> so it's, it's the original Lancero, but it's got a yellow tip, plastic tip yeah. on it. It used to be a goose quill tip, and then they switched it over to plastic. Goose quill? Yep. Well, yeah. How would you... At what point were you looking at a feather and saying, I could make this a Tipperillo? I don't know. It was like 1907, and then eventually it moved away into plastic. So I remember we, we sold these for years and years, and people would buy them way back in the 80s. And uh, these things got some years on them, that, that's for sure. And I have, believe me, we sampled a bunch of them before we said, okay, can we do it? We'll make sure everything is okay. There's nothing wrong with them or anything. Um, but uh, Brazilian, correct, Brazilian tobacco and undisclosed. Um, these, they make these over in Europe, so maybe it's, it's Cuban tobacco. In Switzerland, yep. Yeah, I would imagine uh, because they go back that far. So we don't need to cut this Perdomo. Sorry on this one. It's, it's already got a tip on it. There's no cuts. <laughs> we don't want to wreck but the But we cut. do have to light it. So we're going to light our cigar today with the Vertigo Hawk. This is a single action, triple jet lighter featuring the new patented Petite. I'm done. Big ass tank. <laughs> <laughs> it also features an easy adjustment wheel at the bottom. This is the Vertigo Hawk and it retails for a whopping $9.99. Yeah, I mean the triple flame seems kind of like overkill for this. So I never smoked a cigarette before, but I would imagine this is what yeah. a cigarette is like. Growing up, my dad used to smoke Tipperillos. Yes. And those were yeah, similar white plastic, in size with yeah. a white plastic tape. Yeah. Mm. I really, oh, the yellow is much better. It no, is. the white plastic was a softer plastic. This is mm. a very hard plastic tip. Yeah, and it, you know, the first taste you're going to get on it from the plastic tip, it reminds me of chewing on a straw. But as you get a little bit into the cigar, you start to get the tobacco. Yeah. Pretty, uh, it's got a little sweetness with, to it. Hey, with, with throwing something out there so that you can have something you never had before. And, you know, I, I remember doing it. We, we brought Tom, uh, Topper in, right? Mm -hmm. All right. tobacco, machine-made cigar. Yeah. But just so you understood what Connecticut Broadleaf was and the C Connecticut River Valley type of cigar that they sell lots and lots of. Mm -hmm. And uh, so many people wrote in and said, oh, my God, I would never would have tried that. I like them a lot. And, you know, mm -hmm. so. Well, this is knows? interesting. We got Brazilian tobacco and we have Brazilian espresso. Here we go. A little pairing there. Yeah, is this by accident? I think not. I think Sean was paying attention. Next week, we're going to be smoking an Italian cigar 
We're going to need Italian roast coffee, espresso. We've got to do this thing right. Espresso. 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 Um, so I just don't want to get any more mailbags about it. <laughs> I, I probably tossed three a week away about you, your pronunciation. If you've, been, if you've been listening to the show for 400-plus episodes, you know we can't pronounce. And don't say we. Some of us can pronounce espresso. I think some of our listeners have a Boston accent by now. Right, right, <laughs> right. So uh, IPCPR, uh, July 13th to 17th, I go down there. Um, Jonathan tries to uh, feed me healthy stuff and try to keep me in, you know, over the couple of years or something, you maintain maybe 10 or 15 pounds down for me, and um, I got it all back. I get it back in a week. You know, it takes a year it's to most, go. It's mostly water weight, and you get bound up when you're on an airplane. There's, there's stuff going on there. It's yeah. not real weight gain. Well... <laughs> I'm going to read to you what I ate, and maybe you'll, <laughs> and maybe you'll think differently. So um, we get there uh, Thursday night at midnight, even after midnight, uh, back into the room, put the stuff away, go to sleep. Um, then it's over to the trade show booth, help the guys out that we know. And um, after it's over, you guys want to grab something to eat. Um, I wanted to try this place called Pepper Mill. It's been around since the 70s down in Las Vegas. And late night joint type of place you go to. They serve breakfast all day long, but they have every kind of food. They have these uh, pits where uh, fire's coming out. Not that it's yeah, not hot enough. so hot in yeah. Vegas. You want to sit around the fire at we, night. We did. And we had a couple of beers there while we were waiting for our table because I think we had like 12 of us. So sit around there, have a couple of beers, and then the table's ready. And uh, whatever beer I had left, I bring back with me. And then we're looking around what it is, and somebody said, check this omelet out. It's a 10-egg omelet. And I'm like, 10-egg omelet? My God, it must not even fit on the plate and whatever. And, you know, you get it with all these different things, and this is one of their things. Come on, come on. you got to do it. you got to do it. So the pressure starts happening. I go, all right, I'll do it. And a whole bunch you of You caved. I did. I caved on the peer pressure and uh, because I do eat eggs, and I eat cheese, and I eat the stuff that was in it, whatever uh, it was. There was clearly no broccoli. Probably not. <laughs> and, uh, but I think there might have been peppers and onions, which were good, and cheese and 10 eggs. So this is the omelet. So it comes in with home fries and English muffins, and it's ridiculous. I mean, it comes to you, and there were four or five of us that got it, and other people played it smart and got what they wanted. And here it is, and I'm like, oh, my God, it's comical. It's ridiculous. Gigantic. Although, if you have a 10, why not go for a dozen egg omelet? Right. Yeah, why leave two left over in the box? I, I think they're skimping on you. You ought to bring Believe that me, there was no skimping. This is ridiculous. <laughs> so we're eating it and saying, wow, it's good. It's a good omelet and whatever. And, you know, and I'm moving along. And, you know, a usual omelet is two or three eggs. Here we go. And I'm, I probably crossed the two omelet mark into six I would say. Well, I've been I've been out to breakfast with you, and then someone comes along and says they're going to breakfast, and you're like, oh, I can go for round two. Yeah, I can So double. you've done it. <laughs> yes. You can double down. Yeah. This is doubling down on the same meal. Without getting up or anything. Right. Uh, you don't have to exercise, and, nothing. And drinking beer, by the way. That's drinking a, beer. And I think filling. the waitress came around, another beer for everybody, and so I'm on beer number three. Were you guys clinking uh, steins together? I don't know what we were doing. <laughs> Calling the berries. It, it was almost drunk on three beers of eating and eating this 10-egg omelet. So I get to number six egg, I would imagine, into it. I put the fork down. I ate all the home fries. I ate all, all the English muffins. And 
I'm say, okay, I'm tapping out. And some people, are, I eat fast, you know, I eat yeah. fast anyway. People are still eating and stuff, and they look up and they go, really, you're done? And I said, pretty full. I did a good job, though. And the people are continuing to eat. And they're saying, come on, eat a little more. And as I'm time at, is at going no by. At no point during this, are you considering the fact that eggs are arguably one of the greatest laxatives on the planet? <laughs> Is any gurgling happening at this point? Not yet, but it's coming. <laughs> it's coming. And then the peer pressure starts. Come on, eat a little more. So I eat a little more, and I go, no, my God. People just, making sound maybe, effects. Maybe I got into egg yeah. seven or eight or something at that point. I'm like, oh, my God, I, I am stuffed. This is enough. And they go, you went this far, and it started. Do you get to sign a wall or something? No. It's all peer pressure. You caved to all peer pressure. I can't pressure. believe I did it. I can't believe I did it. And then I said, okay, that's it. And I rushed through. The and you've got to hope at some point that the binding effect of the cheese kicks in before the laxative effect of the eggs. It didn't. <laughs> so now I'm stuffed and I'm leaning back and I'm like, big mistake. Imagine peer pressure. This is ridiculous. And then you got the meat sweats. You haven't even eaten meat. Right. <laughs> Now let's uh, come on. We'll go to a cigar bar. There's one around the corner. So we go to a cigar bar. And we go in, and not the greatest selection of there, but um, Intemperance is there. So I'm with a dozen guys or something, and I get a box of Intemperance, and I say, okay, we'll smoke these. Uh, even though these are people in the cigar business with their own brands, but you do the right thing, right? Of course. You buy cigars. So light the cigar up, everybody's talking. Um, there wasn't a liquor license there, but um, bring your own liquor if you want. So somebody went and got a six-pack or something, and here's a beer or a couple. So you're up to your fourth beer, and ten I'm, eggs, cheese, <laughs> vegetables. Oh my God! Home fries. 114 degrees out. <laughs> not in. You're not outside. No, you're inside. but I was. I was out, and uh, I'm saying, oh my God, this was a major mistake. I get up, we go to the bathroom or something. Oh my God. I'm starting to hurt. And it's, you know, if people that are overeaters, mm -hmm. it sometimes takes a while. I eat fast, so my brain doesn't know yeah, what I did. Yeah, your brain finally is like. At this point, I know what I did at this point, <laughs> and I've gone way too far. And uh, I'm like, oh, my God, I can't. I put the cigar down, and I'm like, uh-oh. The only thing I'm hoping that this story ends in is you're no longer allowed to ride an Uber. That's what I'm hoping happens. <laughs> I didn't know whether to throw up or shit my pants. I didn't know which, which way to go. So I apologized to everybody, and I said, see, that was a big mistake. You all forced me to do this and yeah. stuff. I'm, I'm feeling lousy. I said, I'm going back. Okay, and a couple of people are coming back with me, and uh, we get the Uber, and we get in the car, and we're going. It's not going to be that far. Ding, 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 starts, and the um, thing, uh, train. train's coming by. Uh -huh. the, the thing, the I'll give you $100 to just break right through those. I'm like, okay, this isn't going to be far. It had to be 150 cars. I've never yep. seen one so long in all my life. And Albaria tells a story, and I can't stop laughing when he tells me the story. <laughs> you got to be kidding me. I'm just standing there, and I'm, I'm doing the Hail Mary or something. Yeah, by the way, this is Friday you're, the 13th. Hopefully you're doing so the I sign said, of the cross over your butthole, because that's where it's coming out. <laughs> this is where it's going to happen. I said, I'm going to shit my pants <laughs> in Las Vegas on Friday the 13th. It's going to happen. And he usually stays in Vegas if it happens in Vegas, unless you have a podcast. Then you got to talk about it. Oh, my God. So uh, finally the train goes by. We get to the hotel. I'm like, okay, this is going to be a photo finish here. I got I to walk through the, the hotel to get to the elevator. They have it so far away of how these are. 
and then go up there and I'm, I'm you know. You're doing, telling everybody that's with you, just don't go in the elevator with me because this, is, this, is, this could a, happen at any time. And I'm in a hurry, but I have to take short steps because <laughs> if I take long steps. <laughs> hey, just be in. happy you weren't with Jonathan where he would lock you in the elevator by accident. Right. <laughs> right. In quotes. So that was the first meal there, and I made it, but uh, knock on wood, photo finish, let me tell you. Um, Saturday, big steaks at the Barrymore. Um, which is an old-time um, uh, steakhouse restaurant. And uh, I had that with Nelson Alfonso. The ceilings are all uh, movie reels. Pretty oh, cool nice. looking with the gold and the lights sh- shining off them. It was beautiful. Um, Sunday um, was um, overnight on Saturday night was the problem with the um, fire that happened in IPCPR. System, yeah. So that gave us extra time. And we said, well, let's go for the all-you-can-eat brunch at the Palms. Because we haven't learned our lesson. No. <laughs> and let's see how much different kinds of food we can cram in at the same time. Any because eggs? It's, it's brunch. D- there was eggs, and I probably had a little bit of it, but, you know, I was, there was everything. So I wanted a little of everything that was there. You prime rib. I mean, it was everything that you should never mix Italian with prime rib with eggs with, the, you know, here you go again. Uh the show opens at 1 o'clock. We get through the show. It, it, it's extended a couple of hours, which was good. And then it's over to Sinatra's at um, the Palm, at, um, not the Palm, at the um, whatever. Westgate or whatever? No, it wasn't Westgate. Uh, whatever. I can't remember. Palazzo? No. Those are the only ones I know. The anyway, name Sinatra's, you went with me. I did. Yeah. Um, but anyway, uh, Panatra, Sinatra's is the place we went, and we had the bone-in veal parmesan. Get in my belly! It was the best. <laughs> the hell out of me. It was the best. Me too. It was the best two years in a row. Uh, it was the greatest. Um, now, it's at the win. Didn't Saka have an issue with that? Yeah, and I'm going to call him out because he posted it. You know, it looks like the Brontosaurus burger at, you know, it started, does, it's it, huge. It started the Flintstones. It's huge. And he's complaining about how big it is. I know how big you are. I've seen you eat. You're complaining just for the sake of complaining on Facebook. Because you, cause you ate it all because I yeah. ate it all. Uh, after doing the buffet, yeah. I ate all this thing too. And I'm it, sure he's there sweating while eating it because, you know, he sweats when he's doing nothing. Right. Uh, fabulous, by the way. And we had that with uh, J.C. Newman folks, Eric Newman. I uh, had dinner with them, um, Bone and Feel. I highly recommend it. Sinatra's, uh, one of the best things I've ever had, ever. Um, moving on to Monday, um, it was with Rafael Nadell, and we went to that Morales, mm-hmm. Morales over at the Palazzo. It was the stuffed French toast. Oh, my God. Mm. With a Massimone cheese on top of it. I'm hungry now. It was fabulous. Um, at night, we went to Connie Vino, which is an Italian steakhouse. Connie, steak, vino, wine, wine, and we had wine and steak and uh, at the, the Palazzo with uh, Hochi Blanco, uh, and then off to the Casino Bar where we stayed very late, well, very early in the morning, uh, smoking cigars at the Casino and uh, Casino Bar hanging out, uh, followed by Tuesday, uh, lunch at the In-N-Out Burger uh, with United Cigar, and um, that was... Uh, all of us saying you've never had, and he and, raves and about it. And I didn't think much of it. Same well, I and I heard rather it, have five guys. I heard that Oliver yeah. left the In and Out Burger and then went to a taco place Correct. right after, and he doubled down. See what happens when you hang out with me? You feel like you got to do what I do. Do not do it. It's a big mistake. 
look at me. It's a big mistake. He said he did the In-N-Out Burger thing, doubled up on everything, and then said, come on, it's, it's Taco Tuesday. We go for tacos <laughs> and tattoos. And I go, I'm out. <laughs> and he went for tacos and tattoos. Hmm. That's what he did. Did uh, he get the Mike Tyson? I don't know what he did. Well, well, he has French heritage, so he probably got a white flag. Maybe, maybe. Uh, what I did was eat, relax for a minute, and then go to dinner at Maggiano's with Perdomo, which it was a feast and a half. The next morning, go home and then get on a scale and say, how did I gain 10 pounds? How did I know? Well, you shit out the first meal, so I think the rest of it kind of balances <laughs> yeah. out with what you left. Anyway, very, very interesting of, of how that played out. That ding-ding means it's time for the matchup of the week, brought to you by VS. VS means versus, but it stands for Victor Sinclair. Victor Sinclair Cigars. Who would win this hypothetical battle? Um, eat raw salmon that you caught yourself in the wilds of Alaska, or eat a well-done burger made from beef that is... Two weeks past its expiration date. I'll go sushi all the time. Well, I it, eat raw salmon once a week. Yeah, I'm with you on the salmon. I, but the, I think this is more to uh, Ed Sullivan, who will raw. never eat raw fish. Me either. Me either. No. I, do I will I, not. Do I get to sniff the burger first? Well, you're... If you pick the burger, you've got to eat the burger. You can sniff it all you want, but if that's what you pick, you've got to eat it. So I can't pre-sniff. Two weeks, but you're no pre-sniffing. Two weeks, but you're going to cook it. Have you ever cooked any meat that was questionable? Yeah, I think and I And then have. eat it, right? Yeah. I've done it. It's okay. How much salmon do I have to eat? You gotta eat, eat you it until you're full. Not a full giant. Salmon. No, I don't think anyone can no, eat a full a, salmon well, except Dave. For Dave. Could. A yeah. portion, ten eggs. I'll <laughs> <laughs> cut you up four or five pieces of sashimi, and we'll call it a day. All right, I would eat a human portion, but not a Dave portion. Okay, you'd eat a human portion of raw salmon that you caught yourself. In the wilds Over of the Alaska. Burger, yeah. You know? there's, there's oh, no I would do the danger burger. whatsoever. And salmon's delicious. There's no danger of the burger either. You're gonna cook it. It's questionable, man. Really? Yeah. Uh, Two weeks? I eat, I'll eat. i eat raw beef, but I won't. I'm not saying kept out in the sun. It's in the refrigerator. It's two weeks past its prime date, which, big deal, right? No? I don't know. I'm going salmon all day. Really? Salmon? Salmon. Salmon, salmon. I lose on that one. But I would, I'm not eating raw fish you don't know Ever. You're I'd eat another 10, ten, ten egg omelet before I <laughs> eat the raw fish. I could live on sushi for a very long time. All right. Uh, the following message submitted through the Contact Us page of thecigarauthority.com. And Brian Charles writes, uh, Gentlemen, faithful listener here, and appreciate all the work you put in to make the show a success. That being said, you'd need to do a little more work on the advertising. You promised really? to re-record the ads earlier this year, yet I've only noticed one or two that have been changed. Ed does an amazing job on his read. Just let him do them all. Chuck's voice needs to go. What? Why? Now, boo. Got to hold on to a little Uh, bit of Chuck. He's part of the cigar. Okay, now that the business talk is done, let's have some fun. The Cigar Lounge I Run has taken a liking to your offer of the day. And we've had one that's been making the, the rounds with a few takers. Interested to see if Mr. Jonathan or Barry will take it. Oh, why don't we save it for next week? That will be the offer of the day. Why don't we do it as the offer of the day right now? It's, it's up next. All right, let's do it. It's the Don Raphael offer of the day brought to you by Don Raphael Cigars. Everyone has a price. Would you do this? And if so, for how much? 
100,000 US dollars cash, tax free. Get D breast implants, keep them for one year. Both implants and removal will be paid for. Signing off for Mr. Jonathan's favorite city where men with double Ds are a common sight, Bangkok. <laughs> I'll say I'm in. It would be a brush reduction for me. <laughs> You'd have an operation for 10000 That's That's 100000 yep. 100, in cash. And reverse it. you got to do it twice. Yeah, I'll do it. I'm in. If it was a million, I'd be in. But $100,000... I've had, I've had invasive surgeries before. The, the recovery sucks. It's not worth it. Would that be a sex change? No, that would just be having large breasts. Yeah. <laughs> Thanks for using me as an example. I appreciate it. <laughs> I'll give you exhibit A. Right. And B. And also D. Ed Sullivan. I don't think he even included me in the email because but, he knows I'm out. But you're probably, yeah, I'm out too. So I'll be playing with them for a whole year. You would do it and... And I'd do it for a million, but not for 100000 No? Yeah. I mean, I'll email you where to send the check. You do a lot of things for money. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I got to come up with... Uh, there's th- probably a name for me that begins with whores. Yeah. <laughs> whores the arts. What was that? Whores. Old whores. Whores the age. <laughs> do we? Yeah. <laughs> All right. There's the Don Raphael. Listen. Listen, guys. Uh, bring in your uh, offers of the day and... And uh, crazy stories or whatever, help us out. We're happy to uh, put yours in instead of ours in, which would, which would be great. All right, so let's talk about this cigar. We're smoking the Villager Kiel Brazil. It's okay. very aged. You yeah, can tell the burn line on it is almost non-existent. Yeah, this is old. It's a little, I was expecting some tar to build up because of how small the opening is on this, but nothing. It's very clean tasting. No real single taste coming out but i'm gonna say it's aromatic it smells like and tastes like good well-aged tobacco so i have a review going up after the show because i always review the cigar that's part of the care package mm. it's probably the shortest review i've ever written but even though we had espresso i was getting coffee doubts on the cigar what i want to do and you mentioned it in the last hour and i'm going to do it as soon as we come back we'll, mm. we'll, we'll go to break and I'll, I'll do when i come back i'm going to cut the tip off it and you got to go quite down if you're doing this with us it's it's twice the size of the pot that comes out it goes a lot further down than you think it does i'm going to cut it off and i'm going to smoke it because what i'm getting is there's so much taste bud you get when you hold a cigar in your mouth mm. and you shouldn't kiss a cigar meaning just put your lips out and you smoke it like, like that. a certain blogger you shouldn't do that because you're, you're missing some flavors. You put it into your teeth, right? So I'm holding the cigar in the teeth. Yeah. It's like chewing on a straw. Yeah, what I'm getting is the plastic tip. Yeah. That's it. And I'm, I'm missing a lot of the flavor, or there isn't any flavor in it, one way or the other. So I want to do that and see what this tastes like with it, with it off. Will this it does have a little, and you, you, you touched on something. If you, just, if you drink coffee that is a little too creamed, you know, you're getting the coffee itself is muted, but there is a creamy component going on there. But muted. Very little flavor I'm getting at all. Little pepper or something. I've that's definitely coming smoked to... worse cigars, though. Yeah, I would smoke <laughs> it again in a second. And, and, there's there's and, no problem with it. The problem is I'm not getting flavor out of it. Right. And I'm missing a whole bunch of. This would be mild, mild. It's mild in flavor, but also mild in nicotine. And, there's no, there's and, nothing to it. And Brazilian tobacco is not. Like that. 
it shouldn't be like that. There should be a lot of flavor. Oh, well, it's got like a thousand years of age on it. Well, that's been, true too. You found it in the pyramids. <laughs> All right, well, let's let's uh, go to break, and when we come back, uh, we'll do it. I'll I'll cut mine. I don't know if you guys want to do yours or anything, but let's just see uh, what changes with that. We got more in the mailbag, the asylum, and maybe we can squeeze in this week a classic three-way. We'll see. We'll be back in just a few minutes. We're live from the Studio Twenty One Podcast Cafe. You're listening to the Cigar Authority on the United Podcast Network. Let's talk a little about Rough Rider Cigars. So here is where the motorcycle culture meets Cigar Nation. This badass looking cigar uses the name Rough, but delivers a smooth as silk ride each and every time. Even before lighting one, you can't help but notice its sweet like honey flavor. Smooth and creamy, resembling slightly sweetened butter. Outstanding! The Rough Rider Cigar is so beautiful in so many ways. We're talking a premium cigar, imported, long filler cigar, but wait till you hear the price. Every cigar is in the $3 price range, that's right. Even the Churchill in the 6x60, every cigar is in the $3 price range. Rough Rider Cigars, there's nothing rough about Rough Rider except the name. Rough Rider Cigars. The following message is brought to you by Drew Estate. Drew Estate, the rebirth of cigars in the new Drew Diplomat app. Join me, Barry Stein, from the Cigar Authority on Drew Diplomat. As you know, I am quite partial to Liga Pavada number 9 from Drew Estate. So join me for a Liga and share your experience with Drew Estate. And while you're at it, don't forget to check into Two Guys Smoke Shop on the Drew Diplomat app. Drew Diplomat is now available for the iPhone and Android. To learn more about Drew Diplomat, visit DrewDiplomat.com. That's DrewDiplomat.com. You must be at least 21 years of age or older and a resident of the United States, including D.C. To be eligible for membership in this program, other terms and conditions apply. Surgeon General warning, cigars are not a safe alternative to cigarettes. Since 1903, when La Aurora Cigars first opened their doors as the first cigar factory of the Dominican Republic, they have defined Dominican cigar manufacturing. Now, La Aurora continues that innovation with La Aurora Dominican DNA, featuring an exceptional blend whose soul is the Anduyo. La Aurora pays tribute to the oldest Dominican tobacco process with a cigar that features tobacco that is part of their heritage and their DNA. The La Aurora DNA features this hard-to-work tobacco that brings the unique characteristics of strength, inspiring aroma and sweetness that creates an exceptional smoking experience that only La Aurora can bring you. Experience La Aurora Dominican DNA with its Cibao Valley Dominican wrapper, an authentic Cameron binder from Africa with fillers from the Dominican Republic, Pennsylvania, Nicaragua and Anduyo. Available at top retailers like twoguyscigars.com and is distributed in the United States by Miami Cigar & Company. It's time to light that cigar and stay tuned. Ooh. The Cigar Authority will be right back on the United Podcast Network. Jose Dominguez, Jose Dominguez, Jose, Jose, Jose Dominguez. What the hell are you doing? Writing a commercial for Jose Dominguez. Well, what you should be doing is talking about how good they are. 
that Jose Dominguez makes millions of cigars for other people, but saves the best tobaccos and the best blend for his namesake, Jose Dominguez. Not singing a song, if that's what you think you're doing. What I am doing is creating what is known as a donut. Hey, nobody's going to take away your donuts. No, a donut in a commercial is when it starts with a jingle and then the information comes in and then ends with the song again. The information is the filling of the donut. Why does everything you talk about have to center around food and usually donuts? I don't know. Listen, Jose Dominguez cigars come in four great sizes and two wrappers. The mild, buttery, smooth, natural, and the slightly bolder Maduro. And every cigar is about $5. You know as well as I do, Dave, Jose Dominguez is no $5 cigar. It's worth so much more, it's a sensational value. Okay, here's the end of the donut. You ready? Jose Dominguez. Jose Dominguez. Legendary brand opens a new chapter in its storied history with the H. Upman by A.J. Fernandez. The nearly 175-year-old H. Upman brand in collaboration with storied cigar maker A.J. Fernandez bring a medium to full-bodied, sweetly balanced, and yet complex smoking experience. Boasting an Ecuador Sumatra wrapper, this cigar produces incredible aromas and nuances of sweet spices. Today, almost 175 years later, the legacy of H. Upman lives on a brand new take on an age-old brand. Handcrafted in Esteli, Nicaragua by Cigar Master A.J. Fernandez. Available in four sizes, priced under $9. A legendary brand opens a new chapter in its storied history with the H. Upman by A.J. Fernandez. This is George Padron from Padron Cigars. You're listening to the Cigar Authority on the United Podcast Network. And we're back broadcasting live. We're smoking the Villa Keel Brazil. Welcome back to the Cigar Authority, and I'm going to do it. I'm going to take so, my cutter. And while you cut that, if you guys put the smoke of this through your nose, you get the sweat of a horse. By the way, this cutting brought to you by Perdomo Cigars. It's a lot further down than you think. Perdomo Cigars, far they down. stand for quality, tradition, that's right, that's right. and excellence. So it's, it's that far that you have to actually cut the cigar. Think you could smoke that? I don't know. It's going to unravel on me, too, because... Because you're not I'm supposed not, to cut them mm. this far. All right. There you go. Oh, great. Ashed there you go. The Walnuts, different. raisins, and the sweat of a horse. I don't like cigars this, thi- this thin, this short, because the smoke goes directly into my left eye. Look at the amount of smoke coming out of it now. Probably something I shouldn't be admitting in front of my boss. A lot stronger. It's like smoking a joint right now. Yeah. <laughs> it's a lot stronger. Has a lot more flavor. It's not a lot uh, stronger. It is. It's a lot stronger. Has a lot more Stop flavor. Stop using the word strength the for, for whatever. flavor. Whatever. Not whatever. It's important. It's definitely burning hotter without the tip. The, the walnut inside the shell. You take the walnut out, out of the mm. shell, and you're eating the outside skin of it. Boom. Yeah, better, right? It's a different. It's a different cigar altogether. 
It's that, but much Certainly stronger. Not much, stronger. Much, much heightened the flavors of all those flavors. Now you're talking. Because now you got it on, on the lips. You're getting much more mouthfeel. Barry's got a look on his face. He don't like it? No, it's, it smells like a joint right now. <laughs> it smells like a <laughs> the joint? The aroma of it just reminded me as if I was at a concert, Grateful Dead, you know, the contact high. It's what it reminded me of. And the following That's message. Three. Now, let's go, let's go. Let's take a peek into the asylum right. from our friends at Asylum Cigars. They're coming to take me away, ha-ha. They're coming to take me away, ho-ho, hee-hee, ha-ha. To the funny farm where life is beautiful all the time. And I'll be happy to see those nice young men in their clean white coats. And they're coming to take me away, ha-ha. Shouldn't have did it? It's falling apart. You're spitting. Did you get a seed? It's time for, <laughs> it's, <laughs> it's time for news from the Insane Asylum. Odd and sometimes historic news stories that are too insane to be true? Or are they? Brought to you by Asylum Cigars. Take no prisoners. Asylum Cigars are truly flavorful, medium-bodied Nicaraguan cigars with sizes ranging from 4x44 to the absolutely insane 8x80 Asylum Cigars. Jonathan's checking out. Yeah, the, the friggin' tobacco's falling out of, into my mouth. I don't like it. This week, a man was arrested at Planet Fitness, and the company was probably thinking it should have stuck with the old slogan, I lift things up and put them down. The current slogan is, this is a judgment-free zone, and the man took that as an invite to exercise in the nude while doing yoga. When asked to leave by the workers in the gym, the man responded, namaste here. The police... (laughs) (laughs) Which is English, believe it or not. The police arrived as the man was doing Mr. Jonathan's favorite position, downward-facing dog... The man was arrested, and it's a good thing he was into yoga, because in jail, I'm sure he's going to get stretched, and that's not only insane, oh it's asylum. God. They're coming to take me away, ha-ha, they're coming to take me away, ho-ho, hee-hee, ha-ha, to the funny farm, where life is beautiful all the time, and I'll be happy to see those nice young men in their clean white coats, and they're coming to take me away, ha-ha. You should have stuck with Namaste here and just stopped it there. <laughs> well, you know, yoga is for posers. You're an idiot. <laughs> <laughs> the following message was submitted through the Contact Us page of thecigarauthority.com, and Kevin writes, Hey, guys, I love the show and have been thinking about writing for a while. I thought about starting this message off with a few personal attacks on Mr. Jonathan. I know he loves reading, hate mail, and I figured it would definitely lead him to reading this on the show live. I know the insults are what he lives for, but unfortunately, I do not have any for you. I think your polarizing personality only makes the show better. At first... I thought you just like to play devil's advocate, but now I realize it's just who you are. Mm. Keep up the good work, part Mr. Of Jonathan. His, part of his charm. Mm. Barry, after listening to many of the BB, that's before Barry episodes, I'm glad Dave brought you in. Your unique perspective and knowledge of the industry adds another dynamic to the show. Also, I find that my palate aligns with yours, so I enjoy your reviews on the website. The funniest part of your constant... The funniest part of your constant jokes about Mr. Jonathan is hearing you crack yourself up before anyone else. David, you crack me up more than anyone, whether it's your hatred of vegetables, your rumors that I'm starting right here, or arguments over the strength of a cigar, your well-I'm-going-with-it-anyways attitude always makes me laugh. Uh, Also, uh, along with the rest of my family, I drink a glass of milk at every single meal. There we go. And my friends rip me apart for it. Milk is magical. Keep drinking milk, Dave. Uh, will we ever hear from gentleman Chuck Morrison again? I was sad when he left and hoped that he might make a guest appearance. Each of you three on the stage have your own quirks, and Chuck was the voice of reason with a voice made for radio. 
With that being said, Ed Sullivan, I've enjoyed you being on the show. You have a great, you've been a great replacement for Gentleman Chuck. You have the voice of a storyteller. I also agree with you that smaller smokes are the best smokes. Keep it up, guys. Kevin from Arkansas. Right. I'll tell you a quick message. I reached out to Chuck Morrison last week. Did you? I was trying to send a text message to Chuck Morse, the Senate president of New Hampshire. <laughs> and I wrote a long text to Senator Chuck Morse. And Chuck responded to it. And, you know, with a short thing back. And when I got the text back, I'm like, what the heck is he saying here? And I go back and it finally dawns on me. Oh, my God, I sent the text to the wrong guy. And I said, oh, Chuck, sorry. Uh, and he says, no, we got to catch up and we got to get together. Um, that's funny. You sent it to the wrong guy. I get it. Okay. I know who you're talking about. And then I copied and pasted and sent it to Chuck Oh, because I was just imagining Chuck your fat Morrison, fingers Chuck having to Morse. retype that. I thought he was retyping it as well. Oh, my God. Going back and forth between the screens. <laughs> what did I say? Have you ever done that, sent the wrong thing oh, to the yeah. wrong person? Oh, my God. It could have gone very, very badly. Thank God it was Chuck Morrison who, who knows uh, gentleman, things Chuck I do. Morrison. Yes, he was the gentleman of it. And I'm like, okay, this is between us, Chuck Morrison. <laughs> <laughs> So uh, that, that's where that went anyway. So very interesting. Uh, also submitted through the Contact Us page. Uh, Alex writes, hey, guys, been listening to you for some time. I really enjoy the show. My question is about tasting and the flavors of cigars. When I hear people talk about wines or whiskeys and they talk about subtle hints of plum and blackberries or leather and hay, I wonder if they're drinking what I'm drinking. Don't get me wrong. I enjoy wine and whiskey very much. But when I taste a red wine, it tastes like wine. Same for whiskey. As my whiskey palate has grown, I still can only get one big flavor note or idea. The taste of this bourbon reminds me of the smell of varnish, for example. When I hear you guys talk on the show about such minute or oddly specific food tastes, I wonder how I can get to that point. Uh, do what Barry does. Just make it up. Yeah. Uh, in all areas of the finer things of life, premium cigars, aged whiskey, and fine wines. Uh, maybe I just don't have that gift, but will continue to enjoy them regardless. Keep doing what you're doing. Side note, I think I agree with Mr. Jonathan. The more tobacco you use, the more nicotine will be in the cigar. However, I think it's the flavor that can turn my stomach. Not, not so much as the nicotine levels. That's the nicotine, not flavor, I think, but okay. Um, let's squeeze it in. It's time for the Classic 3-Way, brought to you by Classic Cigars. You've heard of epic rap battles. But now it's time for the epic battle. Wow, it's kind of intimidating to be in the presence of so many great athletes. For this day. Tell anyone about this, I'll kill you. I'm kidding, I'm kidding. In classic history. Here's looking at you, kid. Brought to you by Classic Cigars. Nervous? Yes. All classic cigars are handmade and imported from the Dominican Republic, and every cigar is priced under, get this, under $3 per cigar. You like that, baby? Let him know where I came from, yeah! Choose any blend, including the classic Connecticut for its mild and smooth taste, the classic Maduro for its bold and spicy flavor, or the classic Cuban for its sweet, sun-grown, and nutty overtones. That's Undertones, you idiot! Whichever classic you choose, it's a classic cigar. Available at twoguyscigars.com. That's twoguyscigars.com. Celebrate today with a classic cigar. We haven't done this in quite a while. I think it's Ed Sullivan that's got to be. It's got to be. It's got to be. It's got to be. Today is July 28th. We have five questions and one tiebreaker if we need it. And Ed Sullivan, Jacqueline, Kennedy, Onassis. 
former first lady of the United States and widow of President John F. Kennedy, who was seen throughout the world as a symbol of the American style, elegance, and grace. The image of her in the pink Chanel suit and matching pillbox hat in the aftermath of her husband's assassination is one of the most iconic images in American history. Jacqueline Kennedy Onassis, born today, what year? I'm going to try 1915. 15. I'm going to say 1931. 31. 1924. 24 for the point. It's 1929. A point for Barry. Gets one. Ed and Mr. J. And now we're going on to Mr. Jonathan. Dana White, American entrepreneur who played a pivotal role in the mainstream growth of Ultimate Fighting Championship. Worked at a hotel in Boston before the Fertitas brothers, who knew him from college, asked him to run their company for them. Dana White, born today. 62, the same year as the Cuban embargo. 62, he says. 1948. 48. I had 1965. 65 for the point. It's 1969. Ed Sullivan gets a point. Barry has a point. Mr. Jonathan Gooseg over to Me. Barry. Jim Davis cartoonist known famously sarcastic cat Garfield made his fame his other works include Norman Nat and tumbleweeds cartoonist Jim Davis 1944 44 he says 1948 48 I had 1944 44 we got a point for two people 44 it's 45 so Barry gets the point. Mr. Jonathan gets a point. Barry's leading two to one to one. And it's over to Ed Sullivan. Back to him. Sally Struthers is an American actress, spokeswoman, and activist. She played the role of Gloria Stivic, the daughter of Archie Bunker and Edith Bunker, played by Carol O'Connor and Gene Stapleton on All in the Family, for which she won two Emmy Awards. She is also the voice voice of Charlene Sinclair on the ABC sitcom Dinosaurs and Rebecca Cunningham on the Disney animated series Tailspin. Sally Struthers, born today. What year? 1951. 51, Mr. J. 1945. 45. 36. 36. Mr. Jonathan takes the point at 45. It was 47. So we have two for Mr. Jonathan, two for Barry. Ed Sullivan, our champion at one with one question left. Hugo Chavez was a Venezuelan politician who was the president of Venezuela. Chavez also the leader of the Fifth Republican Movement political party from its foundation um, when it merged with several other parties in the United Socialist Party of Venezuela, which he led. The late Hugo Chavez, born today, what year? Uh, 1903. 03. 43. 1927. 27. 43 will take it. It's 54. So Barry is the champion. It's Barry 3, Mr. Jonathan 2, Ed Sullivan 1, and that is it. Just for the hell of it, I'm going to give you the tiebreaker. Listen, listen in closely. It may be a trick question. The 1984 Summer Olympics, officially known as the Games of XXIII, were opened in Los Angeles. What year? Uh, 84. I'm going to go with 1984. Ed Sullivan? Sure, why not? 
Yeah, it's 84. It's the 84 Olympics, right? Okay. <laughs> Good thing we didn't have to use that, right? Because we would be in exactly <laughs> yeah. the same boat that we're in. Okay. Village of Kiel, what do you think? I liked it. I didn't like when we cut it because then I ended up with pieces in my mouth. Yeah, don't I cut it. I think the tipperillo is uh, that was a the mistake. Way to go. It's on there. It's it's. I, I Why did you let me do this? I imagine it was machine made for that reason. That's the way it must stay. Uh, I don't know. We can insert that as people are smoking along, and we cut it so they did too. Probably a mistake. Don't do that. Yeah. But yeah. Um, I, I think it lasted a lot longer than I thought it would, or I needed it to. Millions they make of those. Millions. Mostly for Europe. Hmm. And that's a big thing they smoke. Villager is a gigantic brand in Europe trying to get foothold over here. They make the Villager, the little square ones. The exports. Export right. A's. Nice little cigar also. Uh, box pressed and five, five little ones in a box. Uh, always liked that cigar. That was always a go-to. It's funny. Your dentist. Yeah. We're smoking those. Yeah. Um, that cigar, packaged in Europe, says using 100% Cuban tobacco. And the ones that come into the U.S. say imported. Same hmm. cigar. Same cigar. Just the packaging, I believe, is the only thing that's changed. But I, I asked Mr. Villager before, and I said, how do you do that into the U.S.? You clean all the machines out and put the different tobacco. He goes, yeah, 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 that's what we do. In other words, we don't do anything. We just send it on. I guess that, that's the way it is. You got one more mailbag to squeeze yeah, in? Yeah, we can bang out one, one more. more. Um, oh, this is a good one right here. Submitted through the Contact Us page, and Stephen writes, Why do I write to a cigar podcast about my diet? I don't know. But thanks to Mr. J's recommendation, I'm down 24 pounds wow. and eyeing up a slim figure. I do love listening every week as it is my Saturday night tradition, taking my cigar and whiskey and heading out to the shed and putting it on the big screen. I've tried other podcasts. You are the only one I keep listening to. Hope to get to see you guys again. Love the show. Love the shop. Keep on rocking in the free world. Who is it? Steven. Steven. So his Saturday night is spent watching three dudes smoking a cigar. Yeah, I feel bad for him. Yeah. I, whatever. He works all week, and he says, let me have a cigar and a scotch, and what are you going to do, watch the ball game? National Scotch Day yesterday. And? I took part. How about you, Barry? I did not. You did not? No. I only drink Thursdays and Saturdays. You only drink Thursdays? Am I the only How one who doesn't believe that? <laughs> How about Sundays? Not every Sunday. Not every Sunday. Uh -huh. How about Mondays? No. Never? Never Mondays. If Monday holiday? Uh, if my wife's off, probably, yeah. Okay, so that's Monday. So, so far we got just Thursdays, <laughs> Friday, Saturday, Sunday, Mondays if it's a holiday. So you don't drink Tuesday. It's right. pretty much it. Yeah. I'm usually out of alcohol what if by you, then. What if, you were on, what if it was a vacation? Next week you're on vacation? Next week I'm on vacation. I'm actually doing a staycation. So, so you'll it, be drinking every it day. It depends. If we, you, you drink know, Tuesday? It depends. If we're, <laughs> if we're taking a ride up to... So you don't not drink on Tuesday. Hey, if we're taking a ride somewhere, I will never drink if I'm going on a, a drive. That's your driving. Are you coming on the show next week? Next week I will be here. Even though you're on vacation. Well, technically my vacation starts on the 5th. Okay. Okay. Going to squeeze one more in? Sure. All right. This message was submitted through the Contact Us page, and Mr. Hernandez writes, Hi, guys. It's Mr. Hernandez, the guy who sent in about the Mi Espo Esposa. Does he call himself Mr. Hernandez? That's what he says. Like you, Mr. Oh. Jonathan. Correct. All right. Relative? Uh, no. No? Okay. Same first name. Mr. Right. Okay. Uh, <laughs> let me know uh, when I can pick up my box. I have an issue with Dave. 
No. Dave, I can accept most of your quirks. I knew I had a problem with this guy because he calls himself Mr. And I have that with everybody that calls himself Mr. Go. And most of them are pretty entertaining. But the word is subscribe, not subscribe. I get bothered by that subscribe. like the others get bothered by y'all's eating. Second, I'm throwing a barbecue coming subscribe. up for Labor Day. And I have two guys who smoke two to three cigars a month. One guy who smokes one to two cigars every year, and one guy who's never smoked a cigar. How do I pick a cigar to pass out of the barbecue that we can all enjoy? Tasteful, but not overpowering. And the bigger issue, if only two of the cigars get thrown out early, uh, I don't want to be upset about it. So it can't be a $15 cigar. Money is tight, but uh, good times should still be present. Thanks, guys. And I would recommend the cigar we smoked last week. 2283. I just picked up a box. Uh, I think that heavy. might be a little heavy for so, some of the. Nope. Uh, and I'll tell you how I know it's not heavy. Uh -huh. My cousin only will smoke Hammer and Sickle trademark. And I gave her a 2283 last night. He doesn't night. smoke only one or two cigars a year. She. She, she will smoke one, a cigar a week with me. All right. All right so she's she's still more than she's smoking two a year. 50. She this only smokes mild cigars. That's it. And I would go Largiana or Garofalo. So I'm. I would go. With much like what we smoked the first hour, not your father's Connecticut. This is shaver. the same strength as 2283. I buy them by the box. It's Corojo. It's a little it's too spicy. Yep, it's spicy. It's a little too spicy for somebody who never smokes it. They're because eating what, barbecue. <laughs> what I want to do is try to get the, this one guy to say, I can do this and become a cigar smoker. And also, I don't want the guy that smokes cigars regularly to say it's too mild, there's nothing really happening here. So you got a, a shade is going to make them comfortable, but not your grandfather's shade cigar. Something like the Aganosa leaf or something that's going to be a little zipped up. Or that that won't be Perdomo. available until after Labor Day, so well, that's a good suggestion. It, no, so let's think of something that's a shade that's got a little zip to it. P Perdomo. Perdomo. Perdomo's... Be it the Garofalo or the Champagne. The Champagne... Is no mild cigar, right? Stronger than 2283 by a fair margin. No, see, 2283 is too spicy. spicy. They're eating Corojo, barbecue man. and they're men. They're men eating barbecue. The spice component's not going to matter. Well, you're going to take them to there. I'm going to try to keep, keep them all happy. I would say champagne's going to make everybody happy. That's where I'd go. All right. That's where I'd go. That's all. Go ahead. One more. One more. I don't have a lot of short ones here, but I'll right. try this one. All right. Uh, also submitted through the Contact Us page, and Sam writes, Hey there, been looking forward to the Mr. Jonathan episode about smoking slower. Uh, whatever happened to Chuck? He was a pretty big part of the show. I know. And then he just leaves and never drops by or even calls in. I know. Mm. Messed up, if you ask me. Also, what happened to I'm, Tommy I'm going to write to him, but I'll probably get the Senate president. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he was doing a podcast with Dave and Sharon, but that stopped as well. Thanks for all you guys do every week. And, uh... Yeah, Chuck kind of fell off the face of the earth. I'm surprised. I thought we'd see him, but he's four hours away. It's a long mm -hmm. drive. Four hours away means so it's an eight-hour round back. trip. He's going to have to get a hotel at that point. Yeah, two-hour two show that goes on. He comes a little early to shoot it's the show. It's an all-day. Yeah, it's yeah. an all-day activity. It's an eight day, so I understand, and he's got a couple. What of did happen three, to Tommy Grelly? He was doing that podcast, and then we never heard. I from don't him know again. what happens to these people. They come and go, <laughs> and they don't stick to it. And here we are at 420 something episodes, and we keep going. And that's the. the it's a sickness. You know, if we have nothing planned for the end of August, we could do a little football talk via Skype with Chuck. That have, would be interesting. Have Skype via, via there we yeah. go. All right, so maybe we'll Skype Chuck. Chuck, I know you listen to the show. 
We've got to get you, even if we get you on Skype. I'd love to have you face-to-face. I'd love you to see the studio. We talked about building this together, and uh, you, you moved on to bigger and better things. I understand. I'm happy for you, but come and check it out. Take the pilgrimage and make your way down here. We had a guy come from Mexico this week. That's right. I think he can, he can come more than four hours. Parliament. Right. All right, that's it. That's all the time we have. Next week, Michael Capellini. 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 Michael Capellini is the U.S. brand ambassador to one of the biggest cigar brands in the world that you never smoked. The na- name Toscano, it's the only thing that's cigar in Italy. That means cigar in Italy. Uh, it's the king of Italy, and Michael's job is to let the U.S. market know about it. He's going to do that live in person. He's flying in to come to the show nice. and to do it with us. Michael joins us live next week on the show. Until then, you've been listening to The Cigar Authority on the United Podcast Network. And you've learned nothing in the last two hours, but always remember to keep the lid end out of your mouth. I need an omelet. The views and opinions expressed by the hosts, guests, or callers of this program do not necessarily reflect the opinions of the Studio 21 Podcast Cafe, the United Podcast Network, its partners or affiliates.